Is that again? What was that? Marza turns to Paul and shouts, Yeah, she's definitely in heat. Well, bring it up. <laughs> I'm a regular Dr. Doolittle. <laughs> now I gotta look up whether food fetid hand jobs is the thing. I know it is. I just need to. <laughs> I know it is, but. <laughs> All right, so everybody's logged in. So uh, who would like to give us our recap? Marzo. <laughs> Fan favorite. <laughs> I, can, I can barely remember anything that I did the week before. Uh, well, so I believe that we were all talking about buying a Honda Odyssey. Yeah, I remember that part. Mall part. Mall, the mall part was kind of fuzzy. Uh, all right. Um, well, great to hear we everyone's were, engaged. <laughs> we were at the mall. I listened to the episode. <laughs> Okay, so uh, what happened last time? We went. We uh, first we got into the the abandoned mall, right? And uh, Levi and Marzo and Paul engaged with the guard, and talked him up, and uh, he let us in through some like flap in the door. And while that's going on, Alexander and uh, Sam went through like a the attached parking garage complex. Um, that was attached to the ball and they climbed up in there and then went from the top and then basically everyone else went through the front door and then we scrounged around a bit in the dark, looked for stuff and eventually found like, I think it was like a, like the employees like lounge or something like that. Um, that eventually would be the place where the Nosferatu were hanging out and there was three of them, one of which we know, I think is Sherry and the other two, I'm not sure if they actually said their name, but I saw their name on the image anyways. Um, we met the Nosferatu and uh, they wanted us to remove the assistant manager at the nearby Olive Garden because one of the people in their crew, I think maybe had some sort of like masquerade breach or did something anyways that caused uh, a lot of people to, to notice them or something. And they can't go back. They want this piece of turf on, uh, near the mall back, but they can't go back because of where they'll get spotted or something like that. So we agreed to remove the assistant manager and we went to the Olive Garden and we tried to break in and uh, Sam got his finger stuck in the door and then we got in and then uh, what? What? We stole I some believe you accused somebody of <laughs> <laughs> That was after. That was at the, the uh, mobile home. So we got some information from there and then what do we do? I think that's all that happened at the Olive Garden, right? And then we drove to the mobile home. Yeah, and I accused someone of something terrible, and then, uh, which was like, uh, what I use that is for the reason is why we asked her not to show up to work because it'd be dangerous for her. Gave her some money, paid her off, and then and you cut after her I did all anyway. Things, yeah, yeah, I asked Sam to cut her brakes, which whether that's done or not, I guess it's up to Sam. And then I think that's where we stopped. Uh, we we're on our way back to the casino in order to await the delivery of the information from the Nosferatu who. They're supposed to provide us info about um, well, whatever they know about the attack on Dyer. Well, wait, when are we going to the Honda dealership? Uh, do that on your own time. <laughs> Not on Levi's time. <laughs> Actually, I think that's the first thing that we're doing this session, right? <clears throat> she took the one that was in the driveway. Well, I mean, but it didn't have all the like, fancy features. Put it, there. <laughs> put it there for you to take. It was only a 2010. I mean, we got... We got a really rich one with us, so might as well uh, get, get the 
one of all the You've bells known him for like a day and you're already, you're already like, yeah, he's going to buy me cars and shit. Makes <laughs> 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 Relationships on turbo. Right. No, that sounds uh, pretty well like you got it. Okay, so um, heading back to the casino, it's probably like three in the morning. So uh, you think there's probably like 90 minutes worth of safe operating time left. So uh, we'll say you guys can pull up and tell me what you want to do. I want to add my XP to my character sheet first from last time. I did not do that. Oh. So So we're just chilling at the hotel? Casino. Exactly. So it's standard we would have. And casino. We would have three experience points unless we got some bonus thing. So yep. Three sessions, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. I didn't put up a poll last time, but if you want to quickly decide two people to get an extra one, go for it. Dibs. <laughs> what? <laughs> I can dibs. I would yeah. say I'd give one to Marzo. Just for the fucker. The pointless. Yeah. You would. <laughs> I mean, with the money that we're going to rake in from... Honda for that, uh, you know, that shout out. For picked, up, picked up the wrong mug and it had a tissue in it. It's gross. Well, because of that, we might end up getting a sponsorship from Toyota instead. Who was it? Yeah, whoever I mean, pays you're from Toyota City, Japan. There you go. All right. So I guess point to Marzo and point to Paul for the two possible points. Sounds good exactly. to me. What did Paul do? He, he I, called I had dibs, dibs man. <laughs> he called dibs. <laughs> We just add that to the experience thing. I, mean, I would, yeah. call, I would, I would give it to Jeremy for his ad libbing of uh, what was on the hard drive. <laughs> what he said was on the hard drive. I don't want him to have to censor me, so I'm just. I mean, <laughs> he got, he did put himself involved with, uh, so I guess maybe. <laughs> Come on. The more we all say, <laughs> the more beeps we're gonna get in the next record. What are you <laughs> talking about? <laughs> I'll be good this week. Uh, all right, so I guess um, if that's all the fun we're going to have this evening, then I'm going to retire to my quarters. I'm going to go back and do what I told the storyteller I was going to do. Okay. So uh, <clears throat> let's say when you guys are uh, pulling up. Are you going to park in the same kind of place as before? Near the rear. Okay, so, so you'll, um, you'll see a uh, good old uh, lightning red is pacing around down there where he knows you guys park. Okay, let's park the car and we get out and just be like, like, oh, red, did you lose your keys again? Fuck you. Get on in here. Yeah. Uh, right. The wise old black man has something to say to us. He pops in the door and he and then he pops his head back out. He's like, "Come on, go." We're coming, Morgan Freeman. Hard step. Walks in then. Okay. So in the little uh, kind of very small elevator lobby for the service elevator, once a couple of you get in the door, he just starts kind of explaining like, "Uh, y'all need to go up there and um." See what's going on. Uh, Camel been shut up in his room with the sheriff uh, for about two hours. 
Oh. I don't know what the hell's happening. Y'all need to get up there. Well, can't be good news. Yeah. What are y'all maybe mixed Marzo, up in? Marzo, you should maybe try to just stay a little extra quiet during this exchange. We probably have some explaining to do. Marzo just kind of looks at him and is like, yo, what kind of explaining we got to do? We just do our shit. Well, I'm sure the sheriff is here related to the uh, the death of your boss. Yeah, I'd like to get to, to the bottom of that. No, all right. What, what, whatever. It's, it's not going to go the way I planned either way. <laughs> Lightning Red towards. just hits the elevator button. Well, I'll I'll grab Levi on the shoulder and say, I've got something to take care of. I'll, I'll be back soon. Yo, what you got to do? Timing. Timing, Samuel. <laughs> now? Well, they don't need to talk to me. All right, then. Fine. Fine. Just leave me. At least Paul's here. Just turn to Paul and put his hand on his shoulder. <laughs> I like this scene of just hands on shoulders, on shoulders, on shoulders. Um, so Paul just like kind of grabs your hand and lightly takes it off. Says, uh, I actually have some business to attend to, but I will introduce myself. Probably a sure. good idea. Get the meeting started at least. Uh, did Lightning Red happen to mention what sheriff's department we're dealing with here? It's the uh, sheriff. He did not, but you would know that he probably is referring to the kind of uh, main masquerade enforcement officer of the prince of the city. The vampire sheriff. Yes. Okay. Shit. So the uh, doors open and Red is like, uh, good luck. Let me know what happened. And he walks off outside into the parking lot. He's like, I'm going to stretch my legs. Too much stress. Not keep him waiting, and uh, like kind of motions. You can imagine it. We walk in there, and the sheriff has a newspaper in hand. Local man climbs building with no supports. Picture of Alexander, just spread out. <laughs> Scrolling up. He's building. got that one of them. He's got one of them stupid hats on. I bet. <laughs> Am I right? Wow, that's a great <laughs> picture. I say from the ceiling. I think we should limit the talk of uh, Alexander's acrobatics. Oh, I'm sure we won't be doing a lot of talking. So uh, you hit the <laughs> the secured floor, and the door opens up, and you see a familiar face, which I will throw into your face if I can locate it. Oh, I'm real bad at this. Real bad at this. Like we still love you on your head. So you see Priscilla, and she looks similarly preoccupied, a little more uh, worried than and kind of un, not keeping her cool than you've seen in quite a while. She's just kind of standing there, white knuckle clutching her clipboard. She's like, uh, "You better get in there." Speaking kind of quietly. Who's the Who's the good-looking dame here? He Marzo walks up and he like uh, you know like puts his his uh, elbow onto the counter, leaning over the desk. Oh, what's your name? And she just looks past him at uh, Levi and is like, "Who's this?" Oh, your new prince Marzo? charming. Marzo, Priscilla, Priscilla, Marzo. She oh, just yeah. kind of makes a sour face at him. The pleasure's all mine. <laughs> She just looks back at Levi like, well, don't keep them waiting. 
Nice to meet you. Marty, is it? <laughs> he says, oh, what, what part of China are you from? You might just leave them. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, wow. Paul follows Levi over. <laughs> what a productive conversation we're having here as your boss twists in the wind, needing your assistance. Please proceed. And she kind of steps around him, Marzo, and uh, walks off in the other direction. Ooh, face feisty. I like that. As little as we talk to her, I, I like this character because there's we all know someone that like acts and looks just like this person <laughs> anyways so walk up to the door or can i hear like any voices any like shouting or anything from the room you cannot know cannot know or so when you uh, come up to the door you hear a voice kind of going getting closer to the door and then the door opening and uh, Camel is holding the door open and he says aha here they are uh, gentlemen he waves you all in and uh, you can see sitting at the chair one of the chairs in front of uh, Camel's desk is this gentleman <laughs> He has his hat uh, in his lap because he would never dare to wear it inside. But he is wearing a similarly fancy uh, sort of get-up. Do we do we know like the sheriff in general? Like, have we met him before? Do we know anything about him? Uh, no, you guys probably wouldn't have had an opportunity to be in the same room as him. But you know, uh, he has a reputation for taking his work incredibly seriously which is what you want in a sheriff <laughs> hmm. so he just kind of uh, looks over his shoulder and his neck is all folded up and coming out of the top of his maybe a little too tight collar and uh, he doesn't rise he just turns back to face the desk and says aha please join us Levi uh stays silent and nods his head and some sort of, you know, show of, like, fealty in some way. And, uh, not, like, going down on the knee or anything, just, like, nodding his head and walking in. And then also doing the same thing to Camel. Find, tries to find a seat. Sorry to have kept you all waiting. So, uh, Camel kind of hustles back. He kind of, like, drags a couple of chairs over around his desk and it's kind of a mess-looking... And you see that he's not satisfied with the way the furniture is set up, and he starts to walk back across the room, and then he stops, and then he walks back over to his desk and sits down. And uh, he seems pretty frazzled also. And he's like, yes, well, uh, as I was telling you, sir, um, by the way, have you all had a, an opportunity to meet, uh, to meet our, our sheriff of Los Angeles? He... Uh, He's very eager to talk to you about some things that uh, may have happened over the last, you know, the last night here, uh, here in the city. And, um, well, anyway, and he cuts him off and he's like, yes, uh, my name is Ted. If you haven't, uh, I don't think I had the opportunity to meet none of y'all before, although I'm familiar with some of y'all's work. And, uh, 
Well, gentlemen, I just hope we can we can get to the bottom of this situation in, a, in your next door domain. And he points at Marzo and he's like, that's your domain, ain't it? Yeah, was. Then someone, some bozos blew it up. And uh, he just kind of looks over at Camel and then back to Marzo and he's like, tell me what you, what you all know. Well, I was there late. Maybe old Levi here will be able to tell you better. All I know is as I come back, place is all blown. You know how it is. Explosions. Every with but I did see these guys there. He points to Levi and Alexander. Yeah. And his uh, eyebrows just kinda drop down as far as they'll go, resting on the top of his nose and he's like So you were somewhere and then you showed up, seen their crime, and you encountered this lot? And he kind of waves at the rest of you vaguely. Yeah, that's right. These guys. Mm-hmm. And he looks at the rest Everybody of them. nods as Marzo is talking, not trying to deny anything. And then, yes, and then, what y'all do? Uh, well, uh, I think first we need to take a couple steps back. Yes, we were all there at the scene of the incident. Uh, we were there on a diplomatic mission to speak with uh, Dyer. And uh, in the midst of our conversations, there was a massive explosion, likes of which I have never seen, and it caused quite a bit of damage, and uh, it appears by all intents and purposes it may have cost a couple people their lives. But when we left, old Marzo here, he, you know, defending his turf, assumed we were the cause of this disaster, and uh, we engaged in some fisticuffs, but we, uh, we were able to... Level heads prevailed, and uh, here we are, out trying to find out what happened. AKA, I beat the shit out of them. Mm -hmm. Not looking at Marzo, just kind of laughs. (laughs) Yes, level heads prevailed. (laughs) Just for the record, state that Marzo did attack us first. As you witnessed, he's quite aggressive. We defended ourselves and then were able to calm him enough to speak. Mm-hmm. And what they tell you, he says to Marzo. Well, they just said it wasn't them, but, uh, you know, I didn't see who did it. I just see these bozos there, so, you know, put two and two together, you get five, right? <laughs> <laughs> five bozos, I get it, yes. Yeah, mm. you, see, you see what I did there, so, you know, usually it's supposed to be four, but, you know. Oh, you know so, we're, uh, so we're missing a bozo, then. Where's your associate? Well, uh, Sam, he, uh, I don't know. He, he said he did something. He's going to do something. And uh, the sheriff just looks over at Camel. And Camel just looks at uh, Paul. And I was like, Paul, where's Sam? He says uh, in the most level way that he can manage. You know how he still follows some of those customs from, uh, what is uh, that cult he's in? Anyway, uh, I think it was something to do with Hanukkah? it. Judaism? Uh, something like that, yeah. <laughs> and uh, the sheriff just kind of furrows his brow and he's like, I don't know what a Jewish fellow would be doing at three in the morning. I don't understand Take it very much either. Probably nothing Christian-like if you ask me. Away from a meeting of such grave importance as this. And uh, he looks back at... Alexander, and he says, why don't you tell me 
how your investigation has proceeded. I can only tell you what I've seen. I've been climbing up walls, getting on roofs, making myself useful. Climbing up walls? Just like the general, of course, just like the general had me do back in the war. I saw what I saw. I've seen what I've seen. Paul just kind of rubs his forehead in exacerbation. And he looks at Paul and he's like, what's this, what's this boy talking about? Well, uh, you'll have to, uh, just excuse me for a moment uh, while I gather my thoughts. Uh, our friend here is from a different era and prone oh, to well. flights of fancy. But uh, I, I assure you, sir, we've all been together since the altercation with Marzo. He, uh, you can see him kind of making a maybe something that's left over from his normal life, which is his tongue jamming into the side of his lip as if he has a big wad of chew there. And he just says, okay, and how's your... I'll ask you again now, this is the second time. How's your investigation proceeded? He's asking like Paul prods. this time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, directly? At, yeah. So, uh, well, uh, we haven't turned up too much. Don't have the benefit of uh, your... Your skills, I assume, law enforcement. But, uh, yeah, uh, I think uh, my associate filled you in on all of the clues that we have thus far. It's a uh, business meeting, and uh, it exploded. And then we met Marzo here. He uh, led us into an uh, associate of his that seems to have gone missing, who's our primary lead at the moment. And Alexander cuts in, we ain't found shit. Thank you. Yes. Summed it up quite well. But uh, not having enough solved it per se is not does not equal we're not you know progressing at all. You know we have uh, we have made some strides, and uh, we hope that with another night we can put this to rest. Another night. And well, yes, unfortunately, unless it comes walking through the door the next hour. Unless what comes walking through the door? What are you what are you talking about? I need y'all to talk to me straight. If we're going to figure this problem out together. Uh, look here, sir. I I think that we've been quite, um, quite cooperative I'm sorry, here. Did you just now look here, sir, to me? Would you like <laughs> well, to I retract did. that? <laughs> well, all I'm saying is that I think that this falls into your sphere of responsibility. Like this, obviously, a crime has been committed, and we're trying to cooperate as much as we can. If there's anything else we could do for you, but this is your investigation now, isn't it? And he. Uh kind of brushes some lint which may not actually exist off the brim of his hat and he looks at Camel as he responds to Paul and he says yes this would be something that falls within my purview if I had been notified and Camel's just uh, sweating and looking back and forth and then he looks over at Levi and he was like well we had a we, we thought we had a lead. You had a lead. And he just is like motioning towards Levi. Tell him, you know, the lead. We were, you know, we were going to wrap this up for you. You know, we've, uh, we know how the, you know, the situation is stressful right now for all of us. Uh, we don't really know what's happening in the city. We thought we'd take care of it for you. Tell uh, Levi about the leads. And he just kind of covers his mouth with his hand yes. and is staring at Levi. 
Oh, yes, the leads, all the leads. Uh, well, I'm sorry we weren't more forthcoming at the beginning, uh, but, you know, I can't, can't show all of our cards, you know. <laughs> okay, you're not laughing. Uh, you can show so, them to me, son. Yes, well. Uh, as, In fact, uh, you're better. So Paul's going to actively, but, like, uh, he's going to wait for a good opportunity, but I want to use my active premonition to figure out how this guy found out about the shit, like, what brought him here. But sorry to interrupt. Okay, so uh, I'll go ahead and give you that information. Is that you? Uh, you see yourself uh, with a at the scene of the at Dyer's garage, and there's a blue and red strobe painting the building. As you take the walkie-talkie off your shoulder and speak into it, yeah, it looks like some kind of explosion here, and uh, and uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, Maybe like gas, gas leak blew up. Maybe it's a kitchen. I don't know. It looks looks strange. Whole side of the village tore up, and then uh, you hear your voice proceeding as you are sent through the air on a wavelength, and you arrive at a police scanner, which you are intently listening to, in a different location. Okay. And uh, the sheriff is kind of staring down Levi. His voice is relatively calm but he is just you have never seen someone so focused on you and your every word in a conversation before it's a little unsettling maybe rules clarification real quick before i continue i'm wondering if i use all it doesn't i don't see it like stated anywhere and it fails do they know that i try to use all on them <clears throat> i don't know i think it says it draws their attention right yeah, it says anyone aware that they're being effective can try to resist, but I guess maybe being a vampire, he would know that I'm, like, flexing some sort of vampiric muscle to, to do that, as opposed to a mortal just thinking, like, I'm put, trying to put the moves on him. Um, I would say if you want to use it in combination with, like, a specific role, we could do that mm -hmm. and see how it goes. Okay. All right, uh, so I guess Levi will continue then. He said, <clears throat> well, uh, as we mentioned before, one initial suspect we had was uh, Mars's associate, uh, female, human, who was uh, working with Dyer, but uh, seemed to have led, uh, fled the scene uh, right around the time of the explosion. And then uh, in the midst of our investigation, we, uh, well, we came across a, uh, some unsavory anarchs close to our domain, and uh, they seemed to be very, uh, well, they had no reservations about being here and uh, seemed to think that uh, we weren't going to do anything about it. Maybe uh, maybe it's a sign that they're trying to make a move. I'm not uh, fully sure at this point, but, well, eventually, uh, one thing led to another. We continued our investigation, and uh, currently we have... Uh, and I don't know if I can use one of my abilities to kind of, like, soften this, because I don't know how well it's going to be... Like, okay, would Levi know or have any inkling that using like the Nosferatu as like a third party to investigate stuff would be looked upon poorly. Uh, you don't have any any guess one way or the other. Okay, I do have two dots in politics. Does that help, Bill? Um, yeah, you would think it would be a toss up whether it's proving to him that you're trying to take care of it or whether he would be upset that you know the info is spreading. Right. So in that case, then, Levi will say, and with the thought of getting this resolved, 
as quickly as possible. We uh, resorted to using a, a third party to investigate, to follow a, a lead that uh, we could simply not on our own, and uh, we are awaiting their information. And he pauses for a moment after you say this, and he says, and what, what information is it that your third party is investigating that you could not investigate on your own? Trying to find out uh, who would be capable of uh, acquiring perhaps explosives or would be, uh, would be motivated to uh, eliminate Dyer in his operation. It's pretty general. He just like looks down at his hands in his lap and kind of uh, wipes his mustache with his hand and he's just looking at Levi. Kind of like has his head down, but his eyes are turned to look at Levi. And he says, So I'm hearing we did not follow protocol and report problems such as this to me. We did not report the presence of an anarch to me. We did not attempt to deal with that situation upon confronting it. Now, granted, if you're and we are expanding the bounds of our excuse me, we're expanding the bounds of our search to include third parties, but not me. And he smiles and he says, "Please go ahead." In regards to the Anarchs, we considered them, well, an obvious threat, lower priority than solving this issue. They weren't attacking openly. They were in some demonstration with a bunch of mortals in the middle of a park. Obviously, in any other scenario, we would have had our Samuel, who is not here, or maybe even Marzo, uh, take care of the situation. But given the circumstances, it would have been uh, poor form to try to force them out in that scenario. And speaking on behalf of Camel, if I may, in regards to not reporting anything, I it, that falls on me. I was uh, I pleaded with Camel to allow us an opportunity to resolve the situation before uh, anyone would need to be the wiser of it, and it's taken longer than I planned, and that responsibility falls with me. And he just looks over at Camel, and he's like, is that so? And Camel looks at Levi with a uh, unspoken, are you sure? <laughs> Levi just, with his, you know, lips pierced, or pinced, just kind of nods. And he says, he says, uh... <laughs> yeah, just start piercing my lip in the middle, oh yeah, it's <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I had uh, I had full confidence that uh, uh, the boys would be able to to figure this out, or you know, get a if maybe not you know haul somebody in or take care of somebody, at least have something you know concrete to hand over to you. So when Levi said that, I thought it made made the most sense and would help the you know the effort to resolve this more than just. You know, bringing you a problem without the context or anything. And the sheriff kind of uh, pushes out his bottom lip and nods a little bit. And uh, he just kind of like rolls his eyes up and like he's dramatically letting you know that he's thinking or considering something. And he says, okay, now I'm going to let y'all proceed. But it can't go this way next time. The situation is too delicate. We have to go through the channels that exist. 
And understand you're trying to take care of a situation that happened in in y'all domain or next door. And I appreciate that. And it's a good instinct. However, sometimes you need the expert. And sometimes, especially now, we need notice. We need to know about what's going on. Because we don't yet, I can tell you this, have a solid idea of what happened to that child of the prince. Could this be related? Don't know. We're going to try to find out together. And you're going to continue in your investigation. And you, and he turns to Camel, are going to keep me apprised. Is that understood? And Camel just nods and says, uh, yes, absolutely. Lesson learned. Understood. And he just looks at the guys and is like, right, guys? We all on the same page here? Of course. He might just bob his head up and down. Of course, yes. All right, with that, I'll take my leave. Get back to my hole in the ground before that sun come up. He just kind of stands up and puts his hat on and uh, goes to walk out of the room. Yes, well, best of luck with your investigations, and uh, we'll keep you abreast of anything uh, developing. Thank you kindly. He just offers uh, the smallest discernible smile possible, which is a small one, given his large mustache. And then he uh, turns the head out. You see a glimpse of Priscilla in the hallway, smiling at him and ushering him over to the elevator before the door closes again. And uh, Camel just waits a couple beats and then, like, stretches his arms and his hands out on the desk and is like, Jesus fucking Christ. Uh, I will. Oh, oh did it? Did it? And he just kind of Very gives you a hard look. <laughs> Guys, he, he was in here for two hours before commercials? you turned up. I'm sorry, what? Oh, he reminded me of that fellow from the diabetes commercials. This is funny to you? He, he reminded me of that <laughs> old guy from Walker, Texas Ranger. Well, you know, the potential outcome, Camel, obviously, is not funny, but, you know, you gotta, you gotta laugh at the darkness sometimes. Ah, 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 ah. Oh, boy. Well, you heard him. What's new? And he just kind of, like, kind of almost has his head down on the desk as he's talking to you. Uh, we uh, did a favor for the friends at the mall, and in exchange, we're waiting that information that I mentioned earlier. Good. Good. What was the favor? Just, I'm curious. There, there's some olive garden on the property near the uh, mall, and uh, there's some old woman they didn't want around anymore. I think maybe one of them uh, showed their true colors maybe once inside the restaurant, and uh, she was a witness. So anyways, she won't be coming back. Very specific. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. So what are you expecting from them? Honestly, I have uh, no clue. I'm not really confident one way or the other what they're going to give us, but uh, anything that would link, uh, you know, some sort of uh, adversary to Dyer and as well as someone who's capable of getting rocket-propelled weapons. His eyes just go wide and he's shaking his head like he can't even begin to predict <laughs> uh, how this is going to resolve itself. He's like, <laughs> Is that Camel or the ST? <laughs> That's Camel. <laughs> and he uh, he says, yeah, well, I guess that's the million-dollar question. Okay, well, so what do you... That's it? We're waiting on this info? Well, 
the uh, sun will be up soon. We don't have a lot of time to be running around chasing out uh, another lead, but uh, I believe so. Did anyone have anything else? Just turns to the group. All is quiet on I the western front. And where the fuck is Sam? There is that potential for um, housing expansion in the mall. I don't know if we should bring that up at the moment. And uh, if we could meet privately, I think there might be some expansion ideas as well. Uh, and he says, oh, Levi you and me, Paul, private meeting? Uh, perhaps Levi as well. And um, maybe Alexander. Oh, 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 I see how it is. Basically everyone but Marzo. The last horse crosses the finish line. <laughs> and uh, Camo just kind of smirks at Marzo and he's like, Look, you're uh, welcome to stay here. Not on the secure floor, but maybe we can uh, get housekeeping to leave you alone, put up some heavy drapes or something over in the hotel side. If you need somewhere to stay, I don't know what your problem is, what your deal is. No, I, I think I need to, because uh, last I checked, my place had a huge hole in the wall. You know, you know how that is. You slept there? You gotta step away for like five minutes. Hold on, sorry. Yeah, you know how expensive rent is. All right, well, we'll get that figured out for you. Yo, can I get some room service? Uh, like a burger? Sure. Something oh, else. Oh, burger? Well, I thought no. you guys were big shots over here. What about some, uh, what about some, uh, lobster tails or some crab legs? Or how about those little, uh, pastry puff things with the cream inside? Mmm, those things are good. Yeah, just make sure all your vomit goes into the toilet, okay? <laughs> hey, you know, I just like to, uh, you know, taste it. Oh, I understand, I understand. Okay. Well, Priscilla can get you all set up with that. Oh, yeah. Uh, wanted to uh, get to know her better. Mm, play nice. And he gives you a smile and kind of nods towards the door like, go ahead. You, uh, as he walks out the door, see him go up to the desk and then just hear him say something about Mulan. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll return to that in a moment. Disney Plus and chill. So, uh, Sam, do you want to try to do your little adventure? I was just gonna, I just thought maybe we could just do dice rolls for it. That's all. Yes, let's see how far we can get on just dice rolls. Okay. So, describe to me kind of your approach. So, uh, I leave the casino, I hop on the bike, my usual gear on me. <clears throat> I, uh, go back to the location of the trailer. I'm going to park a ways away from it because of, uh, yeah, the bike's kind of loud. Uh-huh. So once I get off the bike, I'm going to sneak, well, I guess I'm going to sneak onto the property. I guess I don't really have to sneak, but I'm going to try to stealth my way to the uh, carport. Okay, and... so why don't you do a composure and stealth? Right. When does willpower and all that stuff reset? Not that I need it right now. But... Um, I gave you one point, you and Jeremy, one point back. At the end of the last game for uh, good RP. Okay, composure and stuff. Gotcha. Okay, so we have a bestial failure. Oh, great. Better not get angry at me again. So as you're uh, creeping along, you're kind of still a little bit on edge from earlier when Alexander was pissing you off. 
Um, so you're maybe, I don't know, a little preoccupied. And uh, as you're sneaking along, you're, uh, you trip over what looks like a garden hose, and you just kind of land on one knee, which is, you know, not a big problem. But uh, it just it provokes something in you, and you begin to get really frustrated um, at the fact that, you know, you had to deal with Alexander earlier. Now you're off on some errand for Levi. You don't appreciate the way that these other, you know, people have been treating you and just bossing you around and ordering you to do things. So you feel kind of uh, the beast rising in you again, mm. and you have a compulsion to do harm. Okay. So you're just, again, not not really at a conscious level understanding that uh, that you know it's that you failed a check and you got a bestial failure, but just that the way that you're going to proceed through this is mm-hmm. uh, with a compulsion to do harm and to dominate. Got it. Okay, so you're not doing so good stinking and now you're really agitated as you uh, come up on the trailer as I come up to the trailer I'm going to try to avoid the that little porch light okay and get around underneath the car okay you uh you're able to shimmy underneath of the car and my plan like I said was this to... is the van that you're doing no she didn't have a van right that's that was a different carport no, it was like her, it was the same, next to the same trailer, so the car was like farther ahead up the driveway or whatever, and the van was the one that was, um, you know, closest that looks like it is getting used from day to day. Oh, okay. Okay. I think I, I misunderstood which car was hers. All right, so yeah, her, what I would assume is her car. Well, if it's on the side, then it's not under the carport, and I don't have to really avoid the light, right? Yeah, it's a little closer to the road. Okay. So I'm going to do that. I'm going to go under. I'm take out my knife, and I'm not cutting the brake lines. I'm cutting the gas line and cutting some of the starter wiring and letting the gasoline leak on the ground and the starter wiring touch that. So the plan is that when she ignites the ignition, boom. Okay, could you do me an intelligence and what do we think would be appropriate here? Uh, maybe like intelligence and drive mm. looking at what i could use that would give me a better pool yeah i think it's gonna be that yeah i mean I, I feel like honestly it would be drive or craft and they're both one for me yeah that's kind of what i was thinking too all right give it a shot and let me rouse the blood as well okay so you get a plus one do my rouse check i failed hunger increased by hunger increased it. it automatically did it yeah it did okay did it yes okay so I think I had one. So now I have two. And intelligence plus drive. Add one die, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so this will be a failure, but you could re-roll With up to three dice if you want. Yeah, let's do that. Power. Let's do that. So one black plus and three dice, right? Uh, maybe you just... Well, yeah, you can you can choose, but maybe you I'm don't want to re-roll failures. a success. Yeah. Okay, so you... Uh, you're having a frustrating time. There's like yeah, some some piece of the like undercarriage is blocking you for a minute. So you kind of just like you're futzing with it for a while and then you just break it off and that gives you the access that you need 
to kind of cut the wires and the the gas line and you think from uh not necessarily having done this before but from understanding the concept that you think it'll if not uh explode completely it'll definitely create a dangerous situation when the car is trying to be started next i would say i've definitely done this before but i think that the way my mind is clouded right now with this rage and stuff that i'm just kind of ripping and yanking at the things i know what the fuck i'm doing yeah you want you ask fucking once you ask fucking what's his name Paul to fucking do this shit because he don't fucking know shit. That's so bitch. Yeah, whereas you would have maybe been able to make it look like, oh, the you know something got caught and it happened to tear or something. It's gonna be obvious from an inspection that somebody was just under here fucking around. Yep. So uh, that's the state of it right now, and um, so you find yourself there. The deed done. You kind of smell a little bit like gas, and you're all pissed off, and you feel like you want to hurt somebody. Hmm. And I'm hungrier. Yes, and you feel that that kind of hollowness inside your gut expanding, coming deeper. So I'll get back on the... I'll look around, make sure, cleared, head back over to my bike. And how much time would we say that took? Cause it was three? Yeah, um, probably took you 15, 20 minutes to get over there. Probably 20 minutes to do the Fucked deed. around with it. So you're probably looking at uh, a little bit before 4 o'clock when you climb back on your bike. All right. Yeah, I think I'm just going to I'm just gonna head back. Do we, do we have to stay at the – like, are those the orders to stay there? No. Well, I'm going to head back there anyway because I need, I need to get filled in on what the sheriff had to say. So I'd head back to the casino. All right. And before I would go meet the guys, I would go up to my room. And try to get this smell of gasoline off me as to not uh, draw any attention because Levi didn't want the coterie to know about this. Okay, yeah, you're able to do that. So um, in the meantime, we can flip back to Marzo, who has just left that room with the rest of the guys, and he's... I'm kind of disappointed he didn't beast your failure, the shower. <laughs> well, we'll see what... With the curtain. <laughs> I mean, he, he took a, a thing from like, oh, maybe she'll roll into traffic too. Maybe she'll explode in a fiery inferno and burn down the house also. <laughs> so <laughs> it's a bit of a, maybe that's the way Sam operates is that kind of, you know, sabotage mindset or, or, uh, all or leave nothing, a, leave a trap kind of thing. So like a, a kind of a delayed satisfaction, uh, type of acting out so uh, we'll go to marzo who's who's approaching priscilla to say something about mulan what (laughs) is that you you missed some stuff (laughs) proceed please (laughs) Uh uh-huh she's just like typing a text on her phone frantically I'm doing great. It's incredibly late. I would love to go get some sleep at some point, but uh, the work never seems to stop. How are you? Well, hey, hey, you know... uh, She has not really wanting to know. know, Well, you know, uh, if you're sleepy and all, you know, they set me up a room here, see, and, uh, well, I don't know. Just got a feeling, but uh, I think they got pay-per-view. Maybe we could watch, uh, you know, Mulan or something. (laughs) 
and she starts typing slower, and her eyes rotate to look at you, and she says, Mulan! Well, you know, uh, well, I haven't seen the new one. Well, actually, I, I, haven't, I haven't even seen the first one, so I figured, you know, better see the first one, right? But maybe, I don't know, maybe you know the story yourself. Mm-hmm. I understand. Okay, well, you have a room set up. I'm guessing that's something I'm supposed to be doing. Well, yeah, uh, I think they said that. Maybe, uh, you know, come uh, show me the place, show me around. You know, uh, I don't know, just uh, shoot the breeze, so they say. Yeah, we we won't be shooting the breeze, Uh, but I can show you the room. Uh, Let's go. So she just kind of finishes pounding out whatever message she's sending. Well, you know, we don't have to watch uh, Mulan, you know. uh, I don't know. Maybe uh, they have, like, that uh, crouching tiger shit. I don't know. Oh, the cl- fan of the classics, I see, she says sarcastically. And uh, she's leading you to the elevator. So if you um, are going to be a good boy, we can let this go and you'll have your room to sleep. Or if you're not going to be a good boy, this can proceed. That's what she says? Damn, all right. No, that's what I'm telling uh, Josh about this encounter. <laughs> 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 I guess that's your answer. Uh-huh. <laughs> Boy, that was really funny. Sorry, my uh, connection is getting kind of hairwire here. Uh, okay. So what I said before you hung up the phone was, uh, if you're if you're not gonna like. Um, pursue this or just be kind of a good boy and just do some continuing uh, half-hearted try to get her in the sack talk we'll just you know have you get your place set up and everything will be squared away or if you're going to do more than that we can continue with this uh, scene I guess well I mean we know where the scene's going it's just if people want to see it get there (laughs) (laughs) oh you know we want to see we want to see it all (laughs) hear it all so uh so be a man we'll just say like um it's clear she's not into it so what you want to do with that is up to you to make the call keep trying be a man okay to what degree does that go (laughs) uh well uh imagine uh you know, she takes him to the room, and uh, he's uh, like, <laughs> asks her to show him everything, and he's like, uh, you know, like, oh, well, uh, you know, show me how to use the TV. I, you know, I see it's one of them. Uh, what is that? Uh, High sense? I don't know. Maybe you, maybe you know this. I can't read. This. I can't read these menus. You can't <laughs> read. Well, you know, I didn't have a fancy TV like this where, where I was. Uh, no, we do offer, um, you know, top-of-the-line equipment for our guests. Uh, she picks up the remote and says, um, the red one turns it on. And then this arrow changes the channel. This other arrow makes it louder. She just, like, tosses the remote on the bed and uh, gives you that kind of tight-lipped smile and goes to head for the door. Whoa, is this, uh, 
this one of them uh, magic fingers beds I've seen on TV. And uh, she just keeps marching out. <laughs> oh, yo, you don't have to go so fast. Well, we will we talk. You seem like a very interesting dame. She pauses at the door. And she's like, what, what do we have to talk about? <laughs> she just seems exhausted. You're, well, you know, you work so much. You're so hard, you know. Why don't we just, uh, you know, we don't have to do anything. We just, uh, just sit here, chit-chat. Another time. I need rest. And she just well, uh, You need a, a rest? Uh, I got one right here. <laughs> I got one right here. Yeah! Sit on my uh, face, why don't you? <laughs> and she's like, there are services for that. And uh, she leaves the room. <laughs> that was he abrupt. Just, he just kind of has like a, a mopey face. Ooh, right. Yeah, he is just, uh, you know. Gotta get back to work, I guess. Uh, maybe next time. <laughs> Forbidden Priscilla. Okay, so now we'll shift back to the uh, three amigos with Camel. And he kind of uh, watches Marzo leave the room and the door close. And then he turns back to Paul and says, What's this operation or opportunity? What you're talking talking to me about? What is it? So, whoever killed um, our former associate, it's uh, given us an opportunity to move into their territory. I think this Marzo fellow seems like a very easily manipulated captain. We might use, we probably just supplant ourselves on top of whatever apparatus he's got going. And there you go, Dominion expanded. Mm-hmm. And uh, he just looks physically tired. And he's like, yes, uh, well, I think it could have been that easy. But uh, the way things have unfolded, he just shakes his head. We're going to have to really come through on this investigation or whatever. We're going to have to hand good old Texan Ted something to, uh, ugh, something convincing, I think. Or else they could go a different way with it. We we could some have... type of ball man is what you're saying? Mm. It's like if you can make it so that an independent investigation of by someone who's been doing this for a century could be convinced by it. Sure. Could you could you do that? Well, it's an option. I guess uh, I don't really see any other way. Hmm. Well, I think we need to find out what our uh, pointy-eared friends find out first. But uh, back to what Paul is saying, I mean, it's it's. They're not going to hand the keys over to Mars over that domain, that's for sure. And I think Camel uh, just says, no, 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 they won't. And assuming that we resolve this, which we will, I have total confidence in our in our party to resolve this simple matter of a dead gangbanger, uh, then we got to be ready to pounce when the timing is right. Yeah, I think we need to make it clear that we can deal with a situation like this. That's what we're going to have to do. So then carry on. Worry about uh, selling drugs in your casino, because we can just sell them where we've always been selling. <sighs> right, right. I really don't like the idea of getting involved in this drug business. Do you know something? You know something about that, though, Paul, right? Yes, uh, of course. It's growth industry these days. Okay. Don't, don't see there's a top to it. <clears throat> well, maybe you can take care of it, keep me out of it, kind of thing. Of course. Work through proxies and whatnot. 
Okay, well, there's some incentive for you to figure it out. Indeed. I said indeed. All right, well, about time for shut-eye. Hopefully, uh, just nothing. Just one opportunity. Oh, so, what's that? Well, I think I'll let um, our real estate wizard over here tell you about it. And he, you say wizard, and he looks at Alexander, and then he realizes somebody said real estate, and he looks at Levi. Ah, oh, well, I mean, the, the mall is just sitting there, rotted cage, but... I mean, I think we have it within our financial wheelpower to, uh, wheelhouse to, uh, you know, cure the place. Thus Mike steps back and... from the conversation like a half step. And, uh, <laughs> Levi feels your presence move away and he's kind of like reaching out, <laughs> grabbing at you. Uh, no. And he says, uh, and he says, and yeah, I mean, there's a, a shanty town built around it, but we could, um, well, what I'm saying is we could procure the place and turn it into a legitimate housing project. And, uh, you know, obviously we could funnel money through it, uh, expanding your influence, uh, and while also, uh, you know, providing a valuable service to the community. And he did not seem to like it until you talked about funneling money through it, and then you're seeing the wheels spinning. And he's like, oof, well, we'd have to... I mean... Yeah, it could work. It's the half step back in. It's like, uh, uh, we would have to really think about how to deal with the uglies up there, but I don't think that would be an easy, easy thing to sell them on. Turning their zone, oh. their little zone into a construction zone. Uh, I mean, we could do some uh, advanced construction, construct a facility specifically built for them underneath the structures. Um, you know, I'm sure they would appreciate the security of us as opposed to homeless people. Uh, so I think there's some incentive for them. And um, and once we own all of their lands, I mean, they're bound to fall in line. Mm, so you see this as... <laughs> Alexander chuckles from the corner of the room. Bloody British. <laughs> He's like, you see this as kind of a way to... To give them something to get a measure of, what, loyalty out of them? And we offer them security. Fortification. <laughs> and all they have so to do is gonna go the way taxes. you think it will. <laughs> and he just says, uh, speak your mind, Alexander. What do you got? What's your take on this? I have experience with this kind of situation. First, it sounds all nice and high and mighty. And hey, we're a family. But then... They start asking for money and they start asking for, you know, tea and they start asking for other little things. And all of a sudden they're not, we're not going to, you know, they're going to start taking advantage of us. And then when they start taking advantage of us and we get angry and we tell them to stop taking advantage of us, they get angry and they attack us. So what do we do? We attack them back. This is exactly what's going to happen. If we take control of that mall, these Nusferatu are just going to, turn into the new Americans. Actually, it sounds pretty nice. Maybe I should go be a Nosferatu. No, 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 that's a bad idea. But I don't think we should be doing anything that Say, Alexander, subjugate. you know a thing or two about living underground, don't you? <laughs> uh, well, I wasn't really living underground in my time underground. I was more, that you was know... Great. 
do you think what do you think that these people would like <laughs> to live in down there if we gave them a home like a, a tunnel or something i'm not a nosferatu how would i know well i just think you know you you seem good with them you know you understand their motives and whatnot talking about they they seem like they might uh might be similar to how you were you know young I think americans we're talking, i I think we're talking about different things here. Oh no! The, I think it's the, very the much Ameri- the same. The Americans, you know, back when I was in back when I was a proper American, not like the Americans these days. Back when I was a proper American, we were actually fighting against something, you know, unjust. And I'm trying to make sure that we don't turn, our, you know, put ourselves on the wrong side of history. Yes, exactly. We need to show them the right way. If you could uh, just work or on a plan. Or we need to leave them alone. Oh, well, right. Well, I tried, and he turns to Levi. Well, let's let's save debate for later. It's getting late, but this is just the rough idea of uh, our outline of our idea, Camel. You know, something that seems to be <laughs> just right, right there for the plucking. Our idea, Camel. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. And he just nods and he's like well i kind of see both sides of it let's put it through the ringer we'll get priscilla to look at it she's a genius with all these fucking business things i would like to bring those that crew in line somehow and uh if we could manage that then that could help to paper over whatever damage we've just done with the prince and his set Mm, yes i agree all right, let's Very let's wise. put our heads together on it, but uh, you know, not a priority, obviously, not a priority. And he just kind of is like shaking his head, like crazy. Well, and uh, with that, then I will uh, turn to rest and just make sure uh, you know before you close your eyes tonight, you don't kill any rats. Could be the, could be one of the delivery boys. What? Oh, and he he kind of gets it. He's like. Uh, disgusting. Truly disgusting. Okay. Thanks. Uh, we'll get through this. I'm sure we'll get through this. Yes, yes, teamwork and all that. Mm-hmm. Stands up, grabs his briefcase and cane. And he says, uh, oh, Paul, can you, uh, can you have something for you? Can you stay? Of course. All right, then. Well, good night. Good night, Paul. Blue belly. Yes. Alexander audibly sighs and then leaves the room. Okay, so Sam, uh, after you get a change and you head back towards the room, you kind of run into Levi heading back to his room. Hey, Uh, Samuel. Put my hand on his shoulder. I I put my hand on your shoulder. (laughs) Sam looks a little frazzled. You can tell you've seen him in this state once or twice before. Not not going so well, Sam. And I just nodded him, like, I'm not going to say the thing is done, but to ah. give that effect. And I just then release my hand and then give you a couple pats on the shoulder. Fine work. Sam, you're taking this as an incredibly patronizing gesture. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> what did you expect? I would have been I'm the surprised best. if you... You are, indeed. That's why you're so invaluable. I'd appreciate some fucking gratitude sometimes. I am grateful. Doesn't sound, doesn't sound like you are. I've had a rough night, Sam. Maybe uh, take some time, cool the jets a bit, relax. 
and I'm gonna start scratching. I'm gonna start scratching my chest. Watch, tell me what the fuck this is. Huh? Your voice. Keep your voice down, Samuel. You know what it is. Don't fucking tell me what to do. All right, all right. Okay. I mean, it's you can put some cream on it. It's more than that. I tried cream. Maybe there's someone we can uh, see about it. <laughs> so, since I have the want to cause harm to someone, <laughs> I think I'm going to grab him <laughs> and demand to know what the fuck is going on with my with my body. Okay, Sam will just, uh, Levi will just eyes will bulge and he'll just like look around to make sure there's no one else in the hallway. And, uh, Alexander may or may not be in the hallway, depending on his yes. desire to be there or not. No, I'm already I'm long gone. I've been gone for a few minutes. It's on the ceiling right above us. <laughs> 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 I I don't know what it is. I didn't I didn't get a, a manual with this affliction. Well, it's around your fucking bite marks. Well, I mean, I, I, my mouth isn't look, and I just like show my teeth to him. They're clean. Yeah, but you fed off others before. You've never seen this. I don't know. Have I seen anything like that before, SD? Uh, you're kind of just taking his word for it that there's a problem because visually there doesn't seem to be one. Look, Sam, it, it doesn't. Nothing ever looked out of the ordinary. I mean, I'm gonna rip at my chest and just fucking like rip my shirt and my sh- open and like look at this fucking shit. So, uh, Levi, he's got you. With a by the collar, kind of like in one fist, and he's just torn his shirt up <laughs> with the other one, and he's just like encouraging you to look. And there's just it just looks normal. Are there bite marks on there, or is it clean? No, it looks just like chest, like normal. However, it's supposed to look. Oh, it doesn't leave marks when they feed. No. Oh, that's right. They lick over, right, and it like covers it up or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I'll look in the general area where I normally would bite, and uh, just—it looks—it looks fine. It looks fine, Sam. Look into my nipples of the future. <laughs> <laughs> I see nothing. <laughs> That's right. Die. I snap his neck. No. <laughs> <laughs> I see darkness. So. I see flesh. If he doesn't say anything to calm me down, I'm just gonna keep pressing him. And in that case, then uh, I'll just make eye contact at some point because I'm sure he's like staring me down. And um, I'm just going to use compel, dominate compel, and uh, just tell him to go take a rest. Does that just work? Uh, no, because you're a vampire, so it requires a contest. Charisma plus dominate versus Sam's intelligence <laughs> and resolve. Not composure. Okay. Mental stuff. Um. Okay, so you have four. Don't I have something special for this, too? Well, let's check. My potent thing is empty. uh, Booby bite specialization? My hard body is missing. Oh, there it is. Lethal body. Not that. Uh, No, I think it was something I was looking at, but I didn't take it. Yeah, I think the other fortitude power that you could have taken is to resist mental stuff, maybe. So intelligence and resolve. 
Oh, I should have one less die. I think I might actually click presence instead of dominate. So I should have one more. Mine's only giving me three. Should I just click for the fourth? Um, can you just drop your pull and try it again? Intelligence is two plus resolve. There we go. There we go. It worked now. Okay, so Jeremy, why don't you just re-roll? Okay. Dominate plus charisma. There we go. That seems like the right amount. Okay, so uh, Sam, you're able to resist it, but why don't you um, describe how you're trying to dominate him? Um, I just, he's got me pinned against the wall, I guess, and got me by the shirt, and I'm just like, you know, catch his eye somewhere, and I just look at him and just, just plainly say, Sam, maybe you should go take a break, cool off. Yeah, it doesn't work on Sam, I guess. And uh, he's going to say, fucking tired of all you fucking using me this fucking clown fucking crawling around walls and shit no one says shit to him <laughs> fucking idiot we all have parts to play samuel you're free to do as you choose no one's commanding you <laughs> said the guy who just uh, tried to dominate him <laughs> that fucking shit won't work on me is what he's gonna say because because he'll notice it right or we or do we decide on that what that would be um, yeah, cause you, cause it's like a contest. I would say that there's, there's some indication maybe that he could have been trying to manipulate. Twinkle in his eye. Yeah. Don't fucking try that shit on me, you son of a bitch. <laughs> and then, uh, as he's saying that, uh, I'll just like slump my shoulders and then I'll also kick on all this time. <laughs> and I'll just be like, yeah, you're right, Samuel. I, I apologize. I... I was a little nervous. You know, you're all worked up, and I just think we all just want to, you know, relax. It's been a long day, and the night is almost gone. Okay, so I Are think. Are you gonna have we'll... a talk with that fucking clown? I don't mean Paul, I meant Alexander, by the way. Alexander's the one's pissing me oh. off, right? Yeah. Yeah. Are you gonna have a talk with that fucking clown? I will talk to Alexander about his acting out and. Using his powers in a brazen way, yes, it is dangerous. Puts us all at risk. Fucking right it is. And if you don't talk to him, sure that I'll fucking talk to he, him. Yes, I, I will at take this, care of it. At this exact moment, Alexander crawls in on the <laughs> ceiling. Hey guys, what's going on? I'm gonna turn on my claws and just push straight up into the air. <laughs> okay, thanks. <laughs> Well, I guess I'll, I'll release him. Okay, you're releasing him. As long as you said you talked to him, that's enough probably to... Well, I guess it's up to Storyteller based on my... Yeah, Sam, you, you feel like uh, you've kind of... You resisted his attempt to dominate him. You proved that you're, you know, at his level or higher. And then you just told him what the fuck to do. So you're feeling satisfied. Indomitable. And you know for sure that you could have pulled his guts out and stuffed them in his face. <laughs> okay. Uh-uh. Uh -huh. like, like, straighten his shirt back out. I'll drop him and I'm just gonna march to my room. Just like fucking strong shoulder turn. <laughs> <laughs> you totally right. steaming turn like a like a brick. You know how bricks turn? <laughs> yeah, sharply. Brick turns. <laughs> All right, so Levi, you're left standing there feeling however it is that you feel. Levi's like, well, I'm not going to do this now. 
I'm tired. <laughs> and uh, he'll straighten himself out and uh, maybe pick his briefcase back up and his cane kind of straighten out of posture and uh, you know walk towards his room thinking he'll just he'll take care of this Alexander thing the next day or something. Okay. Uh, so you can do that. And Paul. So I had my like super hearing and senses thing on earlier. Would I have been able to hear them talking at full volume in the hallway outside? We'll say yes. Okay. Uh, so Paul doesn't do anything about it at the moment. But, uh, <clears throat> you wanted to speak to me? He's like, yeah, just, you know, how's it, how's it going? How are you holding up? Kind of looks a little more relaxed now that it's just the two of you. Paul kind of furrows his brows, not really knowing what to do in the situation. It's, uh, uh, no changes, my sire. Everything seems to be going according to plan. I, I must admit that uh, quite a team that you've assembled here. I don't really see your, your point in placing me with them. I guess that's the, the whole point, right? I'm here to learn something. Well, you need to learn how to how to roll with others like you. Well, not like you, but, you know, like us. Got to figure others. out what makes them tick. Keep your eyes and your ears open. <laughs> Take note of everything. I'm, I'm trying to follow. So. Good. How are they doing in the field? They keeping their cool? They keeping it together? They're putting at us risk. What's going on? No, no, and yes. Moment to moment. I have no idea how they've maintained the masquerade this long. So, <laughs> I assume that they all have their talents, seem to be effective in certain ways, but um, I simply don't see the, the uh, I don't see the, the pattern of it all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, sometimes you have to deal with chaos. It's a little bit of what we have right now. What about the guy from Dyer's Domain? What's your read on him? Root. Did you hear the Milan conversation? I don't know. She's going to cut his balls off. We can only hope. But uh, as I said before, I think he would be quite a useful tool. Seems very uh, very easily manipulated. Manipulated. But uh, loyal. Definitely loyal. He won't shut up about his previous boss. And that uh, that mortal with them. What do we know about that? Do you you all think she done it? Because Christ, I can hardly imagine that she was wrapped up in the whole drug scam, let alone blowing up stuff with a shoulder rocket. Let me just scan my memory real quick. I think it was Rodriguez, possibly. Yes, that's her name. She's a regular at the casino here. I I would be surprised, but, you know, with the crew that they had over there, who knows who did it. I really think it's some other large player trying to move in on the turf. Or, you know, to frame us about about moving in. Mm-hmm. But I do think we can turn it turn it our way. It seems like the likely outcome likely outcome, but we gotta get there, I guess. Alright, well There's one other thing. Um Mm-hmm. So I was uh, not able to recover the security camera footage, but I do think that it's there. If we could possibly um, recover it, maybe send one of the, uh, you know, more secretive guys, uh, who's uh, Alexander or Sam, to go pick it up. 
and we might be able to feed it to the cops, possibly frame one of the other organizations. Oh, and by cops, I mean, you know, our cops, right? And he just gives you a look. What do you mean, our cops? Ah, well, you know, the gentleman that was just here. Technology's oh. advanced quite a lot in the uh, video faking area. I think we might be able to do something. And he, his, he like slowly turns his head and he's like, oh, really? Yes. <sighs> wow. Okay, yes. Get that tape. See what you can do. We just need a uh, stooge. So who would be a good person to set up, you know, apart from us? We seem like the obvious choice. Somebody in his drug organization? You think we should have Rodriguez take the fall? Or could we turn this No, no. It has to be plausible. I mean, she comes in here to play nickel slats with her mother. I just can't imagine. I don't know. It doesn't fit. Um, someone who is buying drugs off of him, a bulk buyer. I think he might be immortal. I have his uh, contact information. Perhaps we could pin it on him. Yeah, I like it. Look into it. All right. Perfect. All right. Okay, take we... care of yourself out there. Keep these knuckleheads together. Of course. All right. Good night, then. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess Paul's going to... He was, like, listening a bit, catching things, but he'll wait for it to die down outside before he goes. Oh, one other thing, Camel. Yep. Uh, and he'll, like, start talking quietly. I think um, Levi and Sam might have... Uh, how, how can I put this? I think Levi might have given Sam some type of disease? I don't know. Oh, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> some sort of disease? How? I'm not sure. I just... Well, they're talking about it in the hallway outside right now. Judas! Judas! So, what do they... They're to, they feed on... Sam feeds... They feed one another? I don't know. Somehow they're swapping body things. Oof. Well, yeah. they fell in uh, together pretty quickly then, I guess. Alright, well, uh... He just kind of, like sucks his teeth and he's like good to good to know i guess uh maybe we'll keep that one under our hats of course keep your ears open good job paul's we'll wait by the door until it dies down outside and then go yeah you've heard the doors close down the hall so you're good to go yeah he's out um you said it's like five in the morning yeah it's getting there it's probably like quarter to five so there might be the first kind of cracks of light. All right. Uh, Paul feels hunger pains, but he will go back, get all ready for bed. If there's any time, he's going to, like, research explosives before he goes to bed. Okay, yeah, you can, um, if you want to pay a willpower, which for you looks like it would be easy right now, you could uh, stay awake for an hour for each willpower point you spend, let's say, and um, you could do your research roll if you want. I'll just do one. So we'll say your research plus, which is your academic specialty, so it gives you a plus one. Yeah. And we'll say resolve. So what specifically are you kind of trying to look up? I think um, to craft explosives. I want to make bombs. Uh, so pretty much like Paul realized in his first fight with a vampire that bullets don't do much. But explosives work, so he's gonna 
He's trying to figure out how to make explosives. Okay. So go ahead. Google's how to make bombs. Instantly you're on the watch list. <laughs> we'll say, hey, he knows enough about technology to know to uh, protect himself on that score. He spells bombs with a Z. Okay, so you uh, you find a couple of, like, what you're thinking are false leads or people that are bragging or whatever, and um, you see immediately, due to your chemistry knowledge, some holes in what's laid out, but uh, you think you have maybe some leads you can follow next time. All right. Uh, then I'll have to bed. <laughs> okay. Great job, everyone. Through a day. Yeah, it took a month, but we went through one day. (laughs) (laughs) Congratulations. Things move fast out here. All right, so uh, next day. um... Rouse check. Yep. So everybody pound that rouse button. Man. Paul's getting hungry. Sweet. Oh, whoops. I actually did it twice. Wait, wait, what? What happened? Why did you do it three times? Uh, I don't know, because I, I guess know. you pushed it three times, but it looks like your hunger should not have increased, so we'll take you one off. Marzo's hungry. Okay, so we got, um, yeah, Paul, uh, as you guys, I don't know, assemble yourselves in the morning. Paul, you're really feeling it. Like, it's distracting you at this point. It's early evening, right? Yeah, it's probably like uh, 9.30. So you all uh, have been kind of impressed with the idea that you need to spring into action on this deal after the meeting with the sheriff. So what the, uh, just to, like, reconfirm, the Nosferatu said they would deliver a message to us, like, that night, didn't they? Uh, they said they would, yeah, they would get it to you at some point. <laughs> so feel free to, you know, follow a lead or do what you want to do. Some, maybe some conversations that need to happen. Or should we take a quick break? As we assemble, Paul is kind of like eyeing um, Levi, not Levi, Sam's chest here and there, trying to get like a good look at it. Levi's Am I still uh, eyeing Alexander. <laughs> uh, no, Alexander, you feel, um, or sorry, uh, Sam, you feel better. Like, um, I'm going to remove one of your willpower points that you used because you kind of, um, you satisfied the beast in your compulsions, basically, you think, and you feel like you're kind of back a little bit more in control. Or you've that part of you has subsided at least. You wouldn't think of it as, you know, being anything other than part of you. So five minute break, ten minute break. Yeah, let's take a break. I want to, to pee and get some coffee. Okay, so let's reconvene Good. at uh, ten minutes. Whatever the hour right. is, ten. How about that? All right. Yep. An hour and ten minutes. All right. See you then. Ten minute break. Okay, we'll just turn your character into a um, no-humanity wild beast in the meantime.
All right, so uh, here we are, ready for another fantastic vampire evening. Levi wakes up, put on his red shirt today, his red vest, white shirt, same jacket, green, very Christmassy. Is Levi actually Batman? Why did he wake up and go, na 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 This is alarm clock. And I think... I mean, if there's no obvious signs, I mean, everyone's going to wake up and do their thing, whatever, but no obvious signs right away that the uh, Nosferatu have, like, tried to contact us or something is there, then I think he's going to be really nervous about that and want to either try to go to them to see what the fuck's going on. Because we're going to feel like, you know, we've got more pressure, less time to figure this out. So, otherwise, Levi will get ready and just you know, make himself known. He's not hungry or anything. So, let's get on the floor. Okay. So Paul is uh, actually hungry, like pretty hungry. <laughs> I haven't failed a single rails check since we've started. Paul would not talk to anyone about being super hungry. Of course. I don't know if anybody would know, like if it's apparent. Uh, not yet, not till it fucks you up. All right. Let's see some bestial fairies. Fairies. Okay, so uh, guys just kind of getting together and starting your mm-hmm. stuff. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, I, Levi wants to talk to everybody once they're assembled. Assemble! Okay, so unless there are objections, everyone is assembled. I was down in the bar, so I'm feeling a little bit uh, mopey about my wife, Wendy. But otherwise, Alexander's there. And uh, any signs of contact from the Nosferatu ST at all? No. And uh, Levi will just, just, without any prompt, just be like, they're late. They're fucking us. I can tell. It's like he's starting to like, you know, come unravel right away because uh, someone's not honoring their deal with him. And uh, we need to go over there. I think we need to, to find out what's going on. I'm glad we're all in agreement. Paul kind of looks up and is like, I, do we have any other leads apart <laughs> from the Nefratu? Perhaps we could check out this Rodriguez woman. Yeah, we could go see Rex. Well, I don't want to do this to the ST, but... Um, Perhaps we could both do both things at the same time. A couple of us go f- visit the Nosferatu, see what they're doing. I'll say something. That's... I need to like write down a list of like slang and fucking alternative terms instead of just saying Nosferatu LL all the time. Um, but uh, visit the pointy-eared ones, and then uh, yeah, the uglies, and uh, you know, maybe another group can go follow this Rodriguez. She can't be that hard to find. Yeah, I'm cool with splitting up. Could be good. All right then, who's on Team Mall? Maybe I'll just raise his hand. We split up. Do we need to save time or anything? What is this? Uh, it seems like the most effective way to do it. I'm pretty Paul sure. Paul kind of catches himself, and he's like, oh, it? <laughs> "Of course it is." A woman. Of course it is. Yes. Um, I uh, I'll be on team. Investigate the woman. Then. I guess Marza will be going there as well. Yep. So I'll do. So Marza can be your meat be your brawn if you need it. And I guess I'll go with Levi. Wait, where's Alexander going? I think I'm going to stick with my buddy Sam. <laughs> so I'll go to the mall. Alright, I'm going to the mall then. And, I'm, and I'll put Levi. my hand on Levi's shoulder and say this is the perfect chance for you to have a talk with him. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, no, Levi is maybe visibly 
not comfortable with the split of the teams. Um, just like looks to Paul. Paul, you sure you don't want to? I mean, you can. I'm sure, Alexander can help find the the uh, Rodriguez character. This might be better served at the mall. <clears throat> the mall is a nice big place, though. I could really put my skills to use there. Stares at Paul. <laughs> I'm gonna squeeze Levi's shoulder a little bit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, Paul kind of comes back to himself. It's like, well, all right then. I assume you know how to drive. Turns to Marzo. <clears throat> Very well. Ignoring me. All right. Well, <laughs> get this over with. Should be quick. And uh, wait, do you as a does Paul or Marzo have any kind of phone or anything on them? Any way to contact him? Paul has a phone. Okay. Before we leave, I'll grab another burner if I can. Does, is, do we just get them supplied to us, or yeah, you we can have to go out of our way to get them? Okay. All right, then, Will. Anything goes sideways, keep in contact. And if uh, we finish up early, then we'll head over towards you. One, two, three, break! I, I don't think we should have Ugh. contingency plans. I think we should have a solid place to meet, possibly with a time. To... All right, and what do you propose, then? Uh, well, well, let's just... meet at the Delaware River. By oh, noon. <laughs> Let's uh, meet back here with uh, the information once we've got it. Does that sound good? And if that changes, just give me a call on my bird. It's just as flimsy as my suggestion. <laughs> <laughs> you said you a suggested time. going after the other party. Look, all right, we're going to go now. Just give me a call if something I'll tell changes. I'll you when okay? I'm done. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. What time is it now? Like 7 o'clock? 8 o'clock? 9. It's like 9.30. Oh, like, grabs the bridge of his like nose. Like, pinches it in exasperation. Of course. Of course, Levi. Go ahead. <laughs> what the hell is wrong with everyone recently? <laughs> <laughs> Unacceptable. Let's go. I guess we just... No, I no, no. I, I think like he's right. Let's have one spot. But we'll just like split. No, no, no. In let's have direction. let's have a set plan. Let's, how how long do we think this reasonably will take? Well, Three no one hours. Yeah, how long it's going to take. So let's just tell each other when we're done. What am I going to do? I'm in the middle of the Nosferatu's conversation, and it's three hours is up, and I got to be. Oh, oh, gotta go. I gotta meet a meeting uh, and leave. <laughs> well, we're the ones in the position of power, are we not? We're we're the one dictating this uh, this meeting. Okay, let's just let's just not have you talk then. <laughs> we haven't gotten anything yet. We don't have any leverage on them. We want something from them. But we they want the Olive Garden from and... us. We are we are definitely not on equal standing here. How do you figure? We already got rid of their problem, they, and they haven't. They don't know that. They could go look. They know everything, Alexander. That's their business. Is to know. Well, then we should we should be prepared to take it back. Take what back? The Olive Garden. If they don't the fulfill their no, but we need something that they want. If they, are, if they don't fulfill their side of the bargain... Excuse me. Excuse me, everyone. Uh, time is wasting. Perhaps you could discuss this on the road. <laughs> We're discussing this as a group. We're a team. You know, uh, mortals, how they like to go to sleep at night. I think we should probably catch up to this Rex woman before she turns in. So uh, Mortals can be woken up at any time of day. Very good, sir. Very good. <laughs> we will be uh, Team B, as you said. We'll be going now. Alexander right. is frustrated by the uh, dismissal of his... 
We can all right, like clearly co correct ideas. <laughs> um, all right, Marza, let's go. Is that he's the only one on on the team, right? Yeah, let's uh, let's go ahead and do it. All right, very good. <clears throat> we'll head out then. Okay, so uh, you guys are heading out. Anything left to discuss before the other team tries to head out? Nothing we couldn't discuss in the car, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'll just shut you down. Sorry. So, uh, Paul, as you and Marzo are out in the parking garage, uh, Paul, you get a strong, strong whiff of that cat piss stink that you remember from inside the mall. Take pause. I want to look around for a source. Look at Marzo. Uh, <laughs> so you can kind of follow your nose um, to the back end of the lot, which is like uh, backs up to this like scrubby hill that just falls away from the building in the parking lot. And uh, as you look over, it takes you a minute, but you see uh, the outline of a big cat down at the bottom of the hill kind of crouched and looking up at you as if it's um, trying not to be seen. You think it's that mountain lion? Or it's a mountain lion at least. Um, hey, Marzo. I think our messenger has arrived. I think you're, uh, you have the proper skills to go have a chat, don't you? With where? Uh, down there, the, the cats, do you see? You want, me to, you want me to talk to a cat? Well, I'm not really sure how it works. I think I'm it's sure just a cat. Yeah, it'll figure it out, right? What? You talk to cats? Why didn't you give her a shot? Fuck. I mean, talking to a fucking cat? I mean, what the fuck? You hear, uh, Paul, you hear it making like a throaty kind of noise down there. Right. Texas watch, like what time is it? It's like 10 ish? It's like 9.45. Five. Okay. Well, this is great. Okay, and he like starts walking down the hill towards the cat. Okay. Yo, Paul, it's... you uh, you make a thing of talking cats. Kind of like starts to follow him down the hill. Okay, the cat is kind of a. Uh... Paul, you're having trouble keeping your feet under you a little bit. You're scrabbling a bit down the scrub hill. The cat starts to kind of um, get a little spooked, and you can tell it really wants to run away, but it's trying to to like stay where it's at like something else is directing it it just seems really uneasy and uh marzo you would recognize it as having like a very defensive kind of posture and as you get you all get closer paul you can see that it has uh something tied around its neck so i'm gonna like approach the cat but <clears throat> you said it like looks like it's um is holding its stick. Can I, like, does it look like it's gonna run away if I get too close? Or? It looks pretty spooked. It just has its head low, and it's, uh, like, its head are below its shoulders, so it's in this weird kind of posture. Like, it wants to turn and run, but it, it's not. And it just keeps, like, showing its teeth and, like, almost like it's panting. Okay. When you make a move towards it, it's, it's kind of, like, it's reacting. Like, it just wants to claw you or run away but it's just kind of staying put so it's like stuck there somehow uh, well uh Marzo are you any good with animals 
you know, mm, yeah, you know, uh, dogs, you know, coyotes particularly. Uh, yeah, I mean, they're cool, you know, but uh, this, uh, this cat seems something off. Maybe she's in heat. Um, so I'm gonna, like, take out my pistol and, like, cock it, get ready, and walk up, trying to, like, you know, hunch down a little bit, not scare the cat, see if I can get what's stuck on it. Okay, can you give me, like, a composure roll? Composure and animal kin? I have nothing in animal kin, so guessing no dice for that one? Uh, composure, I guess. Okay, it kind of kind of breaks whatever was holding it there and and scatters away a little ways. It turns back to face you and just keeps baring its teeth and kind of not really hissing, but just breathing really hard. And its eyes are darting back and forth between Paul and Marzo. I'm going to scan my memory a little bit and, like, if this is a messenger from a Nosferatu, they'll probably be pissed off if I kill it, right? So, I guess, um... Yeah, Paul will take out his phone and call Levi. Okay, Levi, you guys are, like, getting in the car. Maybe you haven't quite left the grounds yet, and you get a call. As the phone's ringing, I'm in mid-conversation with Alexander, and he's like, Look, this climbing on walls business, you really need to need to keep keep that at a minimum. Hmm? I know why? it's... Why? It did not, did anyone not explain to you one of the ways that we stay alive... Yeah, is by keeping is by keeping out of sight, and if I keep out of sight by climbing up the wall, nobody's going to see me on the ground, will they? Unless they look up. Well, I can't be prepared for everything. Can I? Levi just looks at his phone and he just kind of puts it down. And now, listen, (laughs) you need to understand. Yo, Paul, I think he's ghosting you. There's there's times for using your abilities and times for you know. Being more discreet. Now, your abilities are, you know, undoubtedly very useful, but you don't just need to use them to walk down the hallway or climb a set of stairs. And when did I do that? Well, when we were at Dyer's facility, instead of using the stairs, you yeah, climbed you up mean- the wall into his office. Fuck it. Yeah, you mean like at the time when we were trying to uh, sneak in there without being seen? So I went up the wall while you all went through the fucking door? They let us in. They just let us in. We had talked to the guard. There was no need for to be stealthy. I even specifically said before see we things. went in, let's act like this is an everyday conversation. And then <laughs> it was Spider-Man an everyday conversation. Yes, so let's just walk through the door and do everything they expect us to do. I don't want to be predictable like that. There are mortals <laughs> underneath Dyer's service. We don't know if they know that Dyer is what but he is. I, but I know that there were no mortals. There were there, there were there was nobody special there when I did that. I had God this. Damn step. it, Alexander! This isn't D and D. I never said it was D and D. I'm being very serious. Levi then picks up his phone as they start to talk and uh, <laughs> dials Paul back. Don't you ignore me! I got a phone call. It's Paul. It's probably urgent. Oh whatever. So Paul's currently. Paul was like, "Fuck it. They can deal with this." ugly like the fucking uglies are running us around the pole anyway and he starts like climbing back up the hill so like halfway up the hill i guess uh, like pick up like ah i see you figured out how to work your phone again (laughs) 
yes, I, I forgot that uh, you needed to push the green button to get this one to go. It's uh, it's really it's a piece of shit. I'm sorry. Excellent. What, uh, what, what bothers well, you? the uglies have uh, sent their message, but I don't have the skills to retrieve it. It's attached to a cat back in the, the back lot of the casino. Sounds and, like... Uh, uh, as they're talking... Climbing abilities would be useful for. The cat is... Uh, it's like trying to approach Marzo. Like it's just going... <laughs> with its teeth showing and it's kind of just like creeping along as low to the ground as it can be. Did that again? What was that? Marza turns to Paul and shouts, yeah, she's definitely in heat. Why don't you try giving her a kiss? We'll go back to the conversation. So Marza goes, that. hey, kitty, kitty, kitty. If you want to try to walk up on it, Marzo, you can roll all your composure and animal can. Alright, let's try it. Uh, so, um, why don't you bring your Civil War veteran back? He seems to have a, a knack with animals. Revolutionary War, goddammit! I don't have this on speakerphone. <laughs> I have good all right, hearing. Alright, we'll, we'll be over. <laughs> and, uh, I'll, close the, I'll close the phone. Sounds like the, uh, the uglies have delivered. And, uh... He hung up on me. Since. <laughs> just like puts it back in his coat and continues to scamper up the hill seems like they've delivered it via a cat that seems to be in a precarious location and could use the skills of maybe someone who's good at climbing looks at Alexander okay so Marzo you're able you know not to come at the cat uh, like looming over it so you get down on a knee and you reach your hand, like, under the cat's nose so that it can, like, smell you. And its whisker brushes your hand, and it jerks a little bit. But uh, you keep it steady. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> My connection just, it just throws over time. And it's Marty, just... you just passed out. Are you okay, man? <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Too much pussy. So you uh, you know the correct way to approach this animal is to not be looming over it. So you're kind of coming at it more on its level, like with one knee down, and you're reaching with your hands up, like under the cat's eye line, so that it doesn't it can see everything that's happening, and it jerks away from you when its whisker brushes you, but you're able to untie this like uh, big white looks like maybe t-shirt or something like that from around its neck and uh as soon as you have it loose it the cat just like turns and hauls ass through the ravine away from you yo paul i got it imagine that i can talk to animals excellent <laughs> i'm like a dr doolittle <laughs> well bring it up i'm a regular dr doolittle <laughs> yes you certainly are well done well done, friend. But you know I do a lot more than a little. <laughs> Is that right, Paul? Right, Paul? <laughs> yes, Paul. yes. Uh, hurry hurry along now. He's pleased with his success. He's the only one there. Why is he shouting Paul? Because <laughs> <laughs> he's talking to the cat. <laughs> okay. yeah. what, what's on this shirt? Marzo's going to look at it. So uh, you kind of open it up and hold it into the towards the 
floodlight on the back of the parking situation. And uh, it looks like a graffiti mark or something. And uh, it looks vaguely like this. Jordan's holding up a sign in this apartment. Oh. Except <laughs> it's, uh, it's in black on it's white. It's a fucking gigolo. A gigolo? <laughs> it's a fucking luchador. Yeah, it looks like a luchador with an afro. I meant to say juggalo, not gigolo. Wrong word. <laughs> Both <laughs> good. <laughs> hmm. We'll bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> you know how jiggles have puffy hair and they wear luchador masks? And lots of makeup. like their logo. <laughs> <laughs> it's like their corporate symbol. All jiggles have this on their business card. Hmm. Are we there yet? Where are you guys going? Uh, the- the Levi going, team moving. Are we still going to, go to the mall, mall, even though they got that sign? They got the thing? No, Paul called and said something about a cat, and then I hung up and said, well, he needs our assistance, let's go. Oh, well, hang yeah. Yui. So you can get back, and uh, you drive up, and you see Marzo looking at what looks to be a dirty T-shirt under the light, and Paul looks a little rumpled, more rumpled than usual. Hmm. Uh-huh. Looks, Paul, Levi gives a knowing look as he looks at it. Well, at least we know where to look now. Mm-hmm. Fucking kids. Yeah, that's right. Seems like they like Harry Potter, too. How do you, how do you figure? A little lightning bolt. Oh, I did not catch that reference. Could be the Flash. Or, uh... Yes. So, uh... The kids now, do we, do we know where they... Operate? Ah, wait. Oh, Marzo no. Does. Damn it. Uh, Levi just now, now remembering something and how this is going to get more complicated. They worked for the Anarchs, didn't they? No. Yes. That's We, we learned about the kids from the Anarch in the park. Mm-hmm. And she said they're dumbass kids. I thought they said they were one of their gangs. So, let me look through my notes. <laughs> they God. Consulting under a street light. Like pulls out. Pull out a little notebook. Yep. A scratch pad. Afro Latino something. Masks. With LAPD. I don't know why I wrote with LAPD. <laughs> the LAPD wear luchador masks. <laughs> they might be working with the police, I think. That's why I was saying that. New diversity effort. Yeah. Catch on release. But is my memory of that correct? That. Like the Anarchs had some gangs, and then one of them is run like by a bunch of kids. And there she was like, "Ah, oh, what they do it? Oh, I don't know if they do it." Blah blah blah. And then said something about, you know, they use like this as their marker. Yeah, I don't, I don't think anybody there was any direct relationship other than they know of them or know mm-hmm. them. That's what I they were just them. like they had a little more street knowledge than any of y'all. Yeah. Hmm. What do you know about well, these kids, Sam? Well, I would think Marzo knows about them because apparently they they did something together with uh, Dyer, selling drugs for him Marzo. or something. Marzo, where is he? Marzo, Marzo like, meow. Marzo's underneath a tree trying to talk to a squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> where did you find that tree? <laughs> <laughs> that down. 
Cut it down now. <laughs> it's very bad for you. Full of pennies at him. <laughs> Yo, what is it? I'm kind of busy over here. Look at this symbol. I believe it's uh, related to some sh street gang of young punks. You know anything about them? Marza, oh, what's that supposed to mean? You would have seen this sprayed around in Dyer's territory. Oh, yeah, I know this. I've seen this. <laughs> you know where they operate? Do I know where they operate? Uh, you know that they were like small timers in Dyer's territory, but he dealt with them. Yeah, a bunch of small fries. Uh, Dyer took care of it. Hmm. How did he take care of it? Well, you know how we take care of things. Well, we think they took care of him. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> well, the ugly seem to think so. He's just a bunch of punks. Do they have any, uh, you know, good resources? Were they wealthy? Yeah, you see this shirt? It seemed wealthy to you. <laughs> <laughs> Full of culture. <laughs> Breathing. Obviously, Afro. Obviously, Afro Latinos. Let me let me try it real quick. If uh, is there anyone who might have um, who might have bankrolled these uh, people to uh, perhaps like, anyone who um, Dyer might have pissed off that would have the financial means to buy a, a rocket launcher? Yeah, I, Marzo, Marzo. I don't know any. I don't even want to give money to these punks. I don't great teller, but I know give money to these punks. Marzo's burner is breaking up. <laughs> He's using Cricket Wireless. <laughs> Not Mint Mobile? <laughs> I think the Uglies gave us another breadcrumb to follow. Um, really, when you look at this symbol, I mean, I think only a white person would think of a, a luchador mask with an afro to represent a Latino-African-American gang. <laughs> 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 That's quite, quite racist. <laughs> 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 race has to do with anything well marzo uh, uh wait i think didn't marzo ask a question <laughs> broke up no what i didn't hear a question what did he ask what'd you ask i i asked i asked storyteller if i would know of anyone that uh would give money would have money to give to people mm, no you you, you don't think that their business was at a level that it would make sense for somebody in the drug world to, you know, do that. Yeah. I don't know anyone want to give money to these guys. You got that kind of money? Might as well open up a Popeyes. You know what I'm saying? That shit gets good. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't know because I'm a vampire, but, uh, you know, people kill each other for them sandwiches. <laughs> Fair that. point. He, Fair point. steering wheel in the air and just kind of pulls it the other direction and uh, says, all right, let's, uh, we can go pay these fellas a visit. Do you know where they operate, Marzo? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Storyteller, do I know? I know where they go? Stop calling me that. I'm talking <laughs> to you. You know this that uh, they used to operate in Dyer's domain, but 
you were under the impression that they didn't because he crushed them. So, uh, you know, yeah, we saw these around for a while, but after they got to care you know, I wouldn't know. Maybe we should ask our other Dorian <coughs> master friend. Hmm? Just looks to the group, assuming they all know what he's talking about. Please, enlighten us. Rex. She is... She fits, <laughs> fits oh, Rodriguez. And, right. Yes, and she happened to leave just when everything went bad. Perhaps she's in league with these young punks. Was she Afro-American? It is very promising. I think we should keep our forces together this time, though. As a simple yes, cat has derailed a... our plan. <laughs> our pincer maneuver, so to speak. <clears throat> Good. Well, let's go find this Rex rattle her cage a bit and then see where that leads. Marzo, I uh, hope you're ready to use your uh, relationship with her as leverage. <laughs> what the fuck? <coughs> That's my friend you're talking <laughs> about. <laughs> Just let, try to find out, you know, if she has any connections with this. Yeah, just luchadors. fucking ask her. What do I need to put some leverage on her? Calm down, Mr. Wahlberg. Sorry, Marzo, you know me. I like to use big words. Yo, I understand the fucking word leverage, all right? <laughs> it's like that thing you put between something bigger and something smaller to lift it up, right? It's one of those simple right. machines. Hey, yo, what are you trying to make fun of my accent? Oh, I didn't realize I was making fun of your accent. <laughs> well, well, it's that bad. You're not really making fun of it. Sounds like so, Alexander well, is a we see black each other Italian man. <laughs> Paul checks his watch again. Is it like 10-ish now or something? Yeah. Like, yo, like, Jesus yo, when Christ. We, yo, when are we going to check out these Honda Odysseys? <laughs> right into, well, I don't into know. The, the dealership is already closed. To the car. To the car. Let's go. Hurry. Hurry now. Children. Clap, clap. So we've got two cars now. And... Uh, Who's going with who? Who's going where? Are we are all going to her house then? Yes. That's my intention, anyways. Alright, let's get in, let's go. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Alright. Just like trickle fucking leg. Car. Yeah, Paul does not throw up any hesitation. He's in. I'm doing it. Okay. So you guys are going to the address that you found in the T Bird? Yep. Hmm. <laughs> Taking the canal over. <laughs> Nineteen hours later. Canal's dry. Got news for you. Damn, Hasn't rained in a few years. Okay, so you uh, come into a neighborhood, and it's uh, not too far from the trailer park you guys were in a short time ago. Mm -hmm. um, it's probably like three quarters of a mile away and uh it's just a a lot of very similar looking one-story l-shaped houses with like almost every single one has a chain like a beat up looking chain link like waist high chain link fence around the yard some yards look nice some are landscaped some are just overgrown the houses are in all kind of different stages of repair and there's like one or two where the house has been torn down and just like a big two-story monstrosity built uh, in place of it. So maybe some evidence that some people are trying to get this neighborhood turned around 
so to speak. But uh, you're at the end of the block where you know that the house is on. Welcome back. Marzo, we've arrived. So I'm not going to park right in front, obviously. I'm going to park to the side and check my surroundings before I completely stop. Do I notice anything or... What did you say? I'm sorry. So I'm going to I'm gonna park, but I'm not going to park near the house. I want to survey the surroundings before I decide to stop the engine, turn off the engine. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Do yeah, I see anything? So it seems normal. Like, okay. there's uh, some people sitting outside on the porch, but uh, not a ton of activity on the street. Like, anything the car, like that? car goes by every once in a while, but... Anything like people around and whatnot, I'm going to report to everybody so they know. Game face is on. There's people out here. Uh, now's your time to shine, Marzo. What are you? You getting all locked up in the heat of the moment? He's in the other car. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, this phone isn't on. <laughs> right, I'm, I guess I'll call. I'll, I kind of know what I'm doing. I'll call him. <laughs> Is Josh connected? Yeah, he's on here. Is he muted? We can't hear you, Josh. Joshua. Josh. Can't hear you. Can't hear you, brother. You. Can't hear your. Can't you. Alright, there we go. There we go. Alright. Now's your time to shine, Marzo. Are you calling me now? <laughs> Paul answers his phone. <laughs> oh, Paul. Yes, I can hear you. Let me put, put me on the phone with Marzo. He can hear you too. There you are. Marzo. It's your time you to shine, my friend. What do you want? We've it's arrived. Your yeah, time to shine. That. Yeah, what are we doing? Uh, we need to voodoo talk to your that friend. Voodoo that you do so well. Talk to your okay. friend. Find out if she has connect any connections with these luchadors. Is she here? <laughs> God. <laughs> we're like, we're there, right? So. We're there, yeah. Alright. Paul's going to get arrived. out of the car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, hang up. <laughs> 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 Hello? <laughs> Yo, what? I just had my head popped out of the car looking down the block. <laughs> like just looking at him. <laughs> I step out and shrug my shoulders up with my hands in the air and shake my head like, fuck. Hey, caramba. Marzo just steps out like, what's that all about? Did you drop your car? <laughs> I just like walk away like I, I look like someone who's being talked to that was trying not to be spotted. <laughs> just kind of <laughs> shake my head, look around in different directions, and just like, kind of move down the block a bit. We have mid mobile, we never lose a call. Alright, let's be serious here. Marzo, go in. Alright. Oh, okay. And Marzo starts <laughs> walking towards wherever he's pointing to. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, let's say towards, it's. Nate directly like, known that I pointed towards the house. Yeah, there's like three houses on the block. It's like in the middle of the block. You guys are on the end of the block, so you're just like up the street a little bit. Okay. 
This is Rex's house? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, you're assuming so. Okay. Alright. So he, uh, I guess he goes up and he goes, Yo, Rex, you here? <laughs> he just standing outside <laughs> shouting. <laughs> Hold up a boombox. <laughs> so Paul's gonna, like, duck behind a bush. He's gonna, like, die. And, um, also get put on his, like, get real quiet and start to make his way around the back of the house. Okay, Paul. Paul. Okay, so you guys are going around the back of the house. Uh, Marzo is standing, I'm guessing, in the front yard shouting. Yeah, he's like shouting up at the second floor. <laughs> yeah, there's no second floor. Um, <laughs> it's a trailer, right? Is it trailer? Oh. No, they're just like little L-shaped one-story houses. They all, all look right. the same, except for a couple. I guess I walk around to see if I can find like a bedroom or something. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there. You see that there are uh, like curtains are drawn or blinds are down in all the rooms, but some of the rooms have lights on. <laughs> all right, so he goes up to one of the ones with lights on and says, "Yo, Rex, you there?" And uh, you see a shadow approaching in a little like corner of the drapes opens up. Yo, Rex, is that you? Because you have uh, decent enough awareness. You can see it looks like an older person. Like, not uh, the age group of what you're expecting to see uh, if you're looking for Rex. Oh, uh, shit. Maybe that's a mother. Hey, oh, Mrs. Rex, is that you? <laughs> Rex Sr. And uh, she pulls the the curtain or drape or whatever aside enough that you can see that it is an older woman pretty short that looks vaguely like Rex if she had like 40 more pounds on her and she like slides the window open a bit she's like why are you shouting she's speaking she takes a look at you and she starts speaking to you in Spanish and she says why are you shouting it's late do you know where Rex is oh sorry Mrs. Rex I uh well, that's what I came here for. I thought maybe she came here. I'm looking for her. What do you mean looking for her? Who are you? Well, I was one of her, uh, one of her friends, you know. And, uh, well, usually we hang out sometimes, but uh, lately, you, you see, I haven't seen her, you know? So I thought maybe uh, she's sick or something. Oh, no, no. She didn't come home last night. So we don't know where... I mean, I don't know where she's at. Ah, uh, it's a real was shame. Was she with you? She asked with a kind of an accusation. Well, you know, I saw her a couple days ago, but, uh, you know, I think maybe you might have seen her bef more lately than me. No, no. Mm. You so work with her? Well, I work with her all, you know. You know how we are. We try to get money here and there best we can. And she just kind of makes a face like she doesn't want to hear about that. It's like, why, um, are, you, why are you standing outside? Well, I, you know, it's late. I didn't want to disturb you. She says, you're shouting. You could have just knocked. Oh, my. I'm sorry, Mrs. Rex. I, I'm not really good at this, you see. <laughs> at what? <laughs> okay, so, Paul and Alexander, do you have a goal that you're trying to accomplish by creeping around? I'm checking to see if any else is there, I guess. Yeah, I was mostly just going to um, keep people, like if somebody ran out the back of the house. Okay, so you, uh, Paul 
if you're trying to like listen in and stuff, you don't sense that there's anybody else, at least from the rooms you can peek in and the sounds you can hear. You don't think there's anybody else in there. Okay. Do I notice anything strange with my extra sense? Nope, nothing out of the ordinary. Um, <clears throat> she wouldn't happen to be on drugs, would she? The mother? Yes. How would you tell? Uh, the needle hanging out of her arm. Mel, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna like turn on my hyper senses, see if I can like whiff out any drugs. Uh, there's something blowing on the breeze, but you don't get a sense that it's coming from this house. Okay. Uh, would the something happen to be ecstasy? No, it's it's definitely uh, marijuana. Okay. Yes, I do. Uh, then. Uh, I guess I'll turn to Alexander. Like, do you, do you think we should take a look inside? Yeah, if we can do it quietly. Marza's right. got her, got her uh, distracted. I'll climb up the walls and get in the window. <laughs> <laughs> All right then. After you. <laughs> and um, Paul will like stay where he is. It's kind of like waiting if somebody runs out the back okay so uh alexander you can um the first window you try which you don't have to crawl up the wall to access because it's a <laughs> one-story building you can uh use your sticky fingers no, to... said what he's doing <laughs> okay so you can uh you can slide the window open quietly enough that you think it's not gonna bother somebody in a different room and then, uh, to, because it's easier than jumping and hauling yourself through, you could climb up the wall and creep in the window if you so choose. That is, of course that's what I'm going to do. That's my M.O. Okay. Are you being sneaky about it? Uh, I am attempting to be, yeah. Okay. Would you like to make a composure and stealth roll? Composure stealth. <clears throat> okay. So you creep... Uh, like a big gecko up the wall and slip inside. And it looks like you're in kind of a guest bedroom that has a bunch of clothes on hangers piled up on the bed like somebody got tired of doing the laundry or they were interrupted or something. Mm. And then, yeah. uh, Paul, you're there. You watch Alexander slip through the window. I'm not going to interfere. Okay, just hanging outside? Yep. Okay. So uh, we'll go back to Marzo, and she says, well, why don't you come in a second, and we'll try to... Maybe there's somebody we can call, somebody you know. I don't know. Oh, sure. A, a smiley hospitality of you, Mrs. Rex. <laughs> Mighty hospitality of you. Okay, so uh, she kind of closes the window and the blinds and goes to the front door to meet you there. And uh, goes to the front door to... Are they coming near me? Are they coming close to me? No, you think you hear Marzo moving away from you. Okay. So you're like in the farthest back room of the house, and they're coming in the front door, which is the opposite end. Okay. <clears throat> so what do you want to do in that room, Paul? I mean, Alexander. Sorry. Uh, what's in What's in the room? Like, how many doors? How many? What room am I in? Um, you're in like a guest bedroom, you're guessing, because there's almost no furniture in it. It's like a bed, like a dresser, 
There's a little side table next to the bed with a lamp on it. There's a closet door, and there's a door which you're guessing leads out of the room. Just just for shits and giggles, I want to look in the nightstand, the drawer, just to see if there's anything in there. Okay, just a Bible. I don't care about that. I used to, back in my human days, but now that I'm a monster, this can't help me anymore. Alright, so I want to... Not with that attitude. It's the only attitude I have, goddammit. <laughs> Alright, I want to go to the again? door. Of course. I want to go to the door and listen and... Or actually, I want to put my ear to the wall and see if I can hear anything through any of the any of the walls not... Any of the walls opposite where um, Marzo and the old woman are. Okay. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, you can you can do that, and you're for sure you don't hear a dog, and if you do, it's outside the building. But um, okay, <laughs> you may uh, you don't really you don't hear anything. It just sounds normal. Like there's a TV playing somewhere, but that's it. Okay. I want to open the door quietly and just peek into the hallway. Okay. So you look down the hallway and you can tell there's like a door opposite. There's uh, an open door, which looks like because you can see part of a tile floor, a bathroom, and then the house like opens up into what you're assuming is like dining room, living room. And you can see uh, a very short older uh, Hispanic woman opening the door to let Marzo in. Uh, do I sense anything out of, out of the ordinary? Any aura, you know, my vampire sense, do I sense anything strange? Nothing at all. Okay. Uh, I, Away from the front door, I want to check the doors just in order as I see them. Just, you know, quietly open them and peek inside. Okay, so you open the door that's uh, immediately across, and uh, this room is a little messy. Looks like it's clearly a bedroom. There's uh, one pretty small bed. I don't know what are the bed sizes, like a twin bed. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> and uh, but there's also like you know magazines strewn about. There's like a shitty old laptop on the bed, plugged into charge. Um, Are these magazines someone Rex's age would be reading? Yeah, you would think so. Like it kind of makes sense. It's kind of a mix of like, uh, you know, just whatever you grab off the shelf when you're in the line at the store. So like Newsweek and then also like some People magazine or something like that, like Celebrity News. And Is looking there, at, a, there, go ahead. Yeah, and there's just like a chair that has some dirty clothes on it, and the closet door is open, and there's just like a ton of clothes falling out of it. Uh, just looks like, you know, pretty good idea that this could be Rex's room. Okay, I want to go inside. Is there a? Do I see a desk or, like, obvious? You know, an obvious uh, diary or journal or anything strewn about? Uh, nope. You don't. You don't really see anything like that around there's a little side table but there's it's just full of like makeup stuff is there a purse no you don't see a purse or you find purses but they're like empty spare ones empty. Mm, 
Is the closet? Is there a closet? I can't remember what you said. <laughs> yeah, there is one. It just has like a is ton it... of shit coming out of it, like clothes and stuff. Like it's over full. Oh, it's already open then. Okay. Uh, can I look under the bed? Yes, you may. Is there anything under the bed? Um, there's a whole lot of shoes under the bed. Let's see. There's no investigation roll. I kind of want to make this easier. Is there anything important in here to find? <laughs> With a roll? Yeah. Okay, why don't you use your wits plus investigation? All right, let's do that. Yeah, you're, you're thinking that computer maybe is the thing from what you understand about computers. Oh, the laptop. I completely forgot about the laptop. Yeah, I'm just... I, but I'm not a I'm not a computer guy. I uh, I recognize that the laptop is what it is because you know I've seen one before, but I don't really know what to do with it. I'm just gonna... you've really seen them since they've been invented. Yeah, but I've never used them. I mean, I'm an old-fashioned man at heart. You know, exactly. I mean, books, man. What what the fucks with these Kindles? Exactly. iPad, i iPod. I don't know anymore. So I'm gonna pick up the laptop and I'm going to just pull out the plug and bring it with me. Bring the cord with you? No, I'm leaving the cord there because I don't know what it does. Okay, so you have the laptop itself. Yes. I've closed the laptop, and do I see anything else electronic? Um, as in like personal electronics? No. Okay. No vibrators? No, you did not come across one. Uh, poor She's repressed a... girl. She's an analog girl, I guess. Anal girl, what? Okay, so I guess I, fa- I think I found everything in here. Uh, actually, is there a bag? I want to put the laptop in a bag and just put it over my shoulder. Sure, you can find a, a beat-up old Jansport book bag. That works for me. What color is it? Is it pink? I hope it's pink. Is it pink? Um, if you roll a success, it'll be pink. If not, it's <laughs> What do black. I have to roll? Yeah. What do I have to roll? Just a one. Oh, okay. It's black, okay. sorry. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Uh, let's see. All right, I'm going to leave the room, and how many of the rooms are left to check? Uh, so there's, looks like the bathroom, which is open, and then uh, more dangerous territory beyond that, where it's kind of like the house is more open and you won't really be able to sneak around as easily and uh so i do want to go to the bathroom because i want to see if there's a tampon i have the i have i'm a blood sorcerer i can learn things from blood (laughs) okay (laughs) i don't know that that's true given the powers that you've selected but um (laughs) Is that I have a taste popsicle? for blood. <laughs> oh, okay. Interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. Okay. So we'll um, we'll say that you go ahead on in there, slip into the bathroom, rooting around. Where are you looking? I'm looking in the trash can specifically, and maybe any uh, used plastic baggies. Although I don't know why she put them in there. Okay, so you look in the trash can, and you've hit the gold mine. Oh, delicious blood. You find a used tampon. How old is the grandmother, or the mother? I don't believe you have gotten a very good close look at her, 
but okay. uh, you're not sure. Uh, is there more than one? No, it's it's one, just one. Okay, well, I'm gonna hope that it's Rex's then, and not old and bitch over it's, there. It's buried under some, uh, you know, what you would assume is a couple days worth of like makeup remover pads and like wadded up toilet paper and things like that. So you're thinking the timeline may line up that it could be Rex's. Because this was only yesterday, right? In in this scheme of things. Correct. Okay. All right. So I'm gonna take that and. I am a scientist. I'm a gen- I'm a geneticist. Is there a plastic baggie in there so that I don't contaminate the sample or something I put it in myself? <laughs> uh, yeah, you can find like a under the under the sink in the bathroom. There's like cleaning products inside of a grocery bag, so you could like take that grocery bag. All right. So that's what I'll do. Okay, so and I put all that back in the backpack, and I'm going to, I'm going to make my way back to the window to escape. But I am going to crawl up the walls to do it, just in case. I mean, who who looks at the ceiling when they're walking in their own house? Okay, so you, um, Marzo, as you're standing there, uh, we'll flip back to you now. As you're standing there, kind of in the, you know, the little tile part just inside the door before the expansive carpeting starts um the mother says oh well it's good to meet um one of rex's friends she doesn't normally bring her friends around uh but um yeah she didn't come home and i'm a little worried because she's also not answering her phone and it's not like her she always answers her phone when i call her no matter what yeah i'm worried about her too mrs uh mrs r I, uh, that's why I came here, you know, usually we, uh, you know, we hang out and such, and, uh, well, you know, I haven't seen her either. I was hoping maybe you'd have some sort of clues. No, I don't know. I don't know what to think. So unlike her, you don't think anything happened, do you? Well, you know, she's a, she's a tough girl, you know, tough cookie, as some people say. I, uh, I imagine she's fine, just, uh, you know. Maybe she's uh, gotten into some trouble or something, but uh, I wouldn't worry about her. Okay, I won't worry. But what do you think? What do you think we should do? Do you know any of her other friends that we could call? I called mm. a couple people from the church, but they didn't know. They haven't heard from her either. I didn't. I didn't want to alarm them, so I didn't say that she hadn't, you know, been answering her phone. Yeah, I understand. Uh, you know, um. I guess to the storyteller, do I know of anyone else that would hang out with me and Rex? Uh, not really. You know, yeah, she I... has like some, uh, like woman friends from the neighborhood, but you don't generally overlap with them at all. And you're assuming that's kind of who the mom is probably talking about. Oh. Uh, I'm sorry, Mrs. R. You know, I, uh, you know, I we didn't share too many of the same friends. She's a uh, she's a good kid, though seems like she's got a good mom too and uh she just kind of uh makes a modest face at you and she says well she's you know she's a good daughter and with everything that goes on in this neighborhood i just hope she didn't get into some kind of big trouble yeah uh 
You know what? I tell you what, Mrs. R. If I uh, if I come across her, I'll tell her to go straight home. Oh, will you please? Oh, you you can count on me. Oh, thank you, sweetie. Is she uh, she attractive? Um, <laughs> it depends. She's fairly overweight. She's incredibly short. Oh. Uh, she's so wearing yes. She's wearing uh. <laughs> like sweatpants and just a really long t-shirt and no bra and it's not Ooh. a not a pleasant <laughs> no bra but um <laughs> but maybe you're into that so it's <laughs> up to you oh no uh yeah you know uh i'm uh i'm sorry i uh took up so much of your time mrs uh and especially at such a late hour you know like i said i'm not very good with you know house calls and uh, it's at this moment, Marzo, you see Alexander come out of one of the bedrooms in the back of the house, and he kind of looks at the open window, and then you see him begin to crawl up the wall onto the ceiling, and then down the wall on the other side, <laughs> and out of the window, and it's kind of distracting to you. Marzo says, he didn't have to climb up on the fucking wall, did he? <laughs> Do you say that? Am I am I already out? <laughs> yeah, you're already out. <laughs> okay. Anything? He's, uh, he's like, oh, sorry, Mr. Zai. It was just something that I remembered. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. One of those those uh, gringo things that doesn't translate, I guess. She kind of laughs. Uh, you know it. Okay, well, stay safe and just bring her back if you find her. You got it, Mrs. Ah, uh, and he, uh, and he's like, kind of like nods to her, kind of politely, and uh, turns to, to leave. Okay, she closes up uh, behind you, and uh, Wait, Alexander, you. Is this guy Hispanic? <laughs> he is. He is. Oh, why did? What? He said like one of those gringo things. Yeah, he was speaking spanish to her and he said something that didn't make any fucking sense in the context of the conversation so her assumption was that it was some english thing that doesn't translate into spanish of which you can be sure there are very many (laughs) okay so alexander you come sliding like a gecko out of the wall or out of the out of the wall like a ghost. <laughs> no, uh, out of the window. And Paul, you're just kind of, I guess, hanging out there, keeping watch. I'll come around the front once things have settled down. I also slide the window back closed quietly. Okay. So, uh, Paul, you notice that Alexander has picked up a bag, which seems to have something in it. <clears throat> uh, yep. Indeed he did. Okay, so uh, <laughs> you're all clear of the house now, I suppose. And anything interesting in there? Well, I think I found what might be her room. That's amazing. How about Wait, tell us her? Here. No, she's not there. At least as far as I could tell. I checked. I only had time to check two of the rooms. This looks to Marzo and Alexander. So where is she? Marzo just shrugs. Yeah, I had no clue. What? What do you mean? She never what? came back home. All right. Any way to contact her? Yeah, if there was a way I could have contacted her. Don't you think I would have contacted her by now? This fucking guy, am I right? Couldn't get the information from the mother? Mother doesn't know anything. She's worried sick. 
I found her. I found her computer, though. There may be something on there. Hmm? What's in the what bag, Alexander? I found her computer. That's what's in. I I just said that. Oh, I thought you were insinuating that the other thing was in the bag. Levi is no, surprised. Nobody, nobody that else is a blood sorcerer here. Nobody else cares. Levi is Sorry, surprised that a computer that. can fit inside of a bag <laughs> that size these days. Where's all hey, the I was just as surprised as you. <laughs> he took one of her Commodores. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Paul, can you please take a look? Yeah, this one, you don't have to rip the heart drive out. Uh, thank you. And I guess I'm going to look at it. Does it look like I can turn it on? I'm assuming it's a laptop or something. Yeah, you open the screen and... Uh, just goes straight to the desktop which is like um there's like one million icons on the desktop to where you can hardly see the background which is like a photo of a rose with like big swelling uh dew drops on it tasteless so what's the name of that uh the thing there yeah you know what i mean the matador club the ruffians what was their name again the luchadors series boys no, good lord. <laughs> Sherry's berries. <laughs> the Luchadores. Pretty sure they're called Friends of Dorothy. <laughs> uh, Marzo, that club that you roughed up. Talk about the Lucha Froze. Lucha Froze, was it? <laughs> All right. Uh, so I'm going to search yeah. for Lucha Froze. <laughs> That's a good name. Try Fro Luchas too, just to be safe. Well, I know of a dessert called Dolce de Leche. Come up. Alexander says even, to nobody. Doesn't even sound, doesn't even sound similar to Froluchos, what do you say? <laughs> what, are you, what is everyone saying? Dessert? So, uh, you got, Paul? Paul, you um, can find her, like, Gmail account. Uh, if you hook it up to, like, your hotspot to have internet, which you would know to do. Uh, it just goes straight logged in and searching for Lucha, it says Fro not included. Do you want to make sure that Fro is included? <laughs> nah. <laughs> uh, you can find like a couple emails and they're from, you know, three or four months ago. And it's just like, uh, her emailing somebody <laughs> else who doesn't have a, a very clear like screen name or whatever and she's just saying like yeah Dyer says Lucha kids no longer a problem so don't worry about it uh, and then some other unrelated stuff like the recent shit like any what's her most recent emails um just some you know personal stuff like bill transactions and things like that uh, a lot of marketing, just like normal email bullshit. So in the sent folder, it looks like uh, she was in contact with the same uh, like detail auto detailing guy. You're guessing from his email address that you have the phone number for. And Paul, you can read between the lines that they're like they're talking about car detailing, but it's it's really talking about like how much money he is to deliver to the garage for drugs, pretty much. Reason was that 
Is it like periodic? Uh, yeah, so if you look for the history between the two, it seems to be more or less every couple weeks. Oh, right. Um, and the the dollar amount is anywhere between like uh, 1200 to 6000 And it's email. kind of going up over time. Yeah. On the personal email side, like, is there any... Does it look like she has any friends? Um... <laughs> Does she have AOL Instant Messenger? That's a thing. No, she has ICQ. You know, I like how we all email communicate with each other nowadays. Yeah, there's there's not a lot. There's maybe some like she sent uh, like a cloud document or something through email, but not a lot of like, hey, how are you? Things are great. I mean, like contact wise, like, are there any other email addresses that are obviously people? Um. Not like business, but you know. Nah, just like family stuff. Like maybe she's talking to, in Spanish, like family from out of town, but uh, nothing, you know, related to what you're after. No afrolucha at gmail.com? Yeah. No, nothing that you think would be direct contact with them. Okay. Well... I guess I'll look through her other social media and see if she's got any possible, like, she might be hiding out with somebody. Like, who would be her go-to? Okay. Does she got presents? Does she put something on the gram, like, hey, going to the club tonight? Yo, check her MySpace page. <laughs> does she have a MySpace so, uh, page? She does not have a MySpace page. Um, she's not logged into Facebook. LinkedIn? She doesn't have LinkedIn. Slack. This is Discord. a dead end. It's a dead end. And uh, you see that she, she does have a. You think she? There's evidence of Instagram by rolling through her emails. Like she's getting the hey, look what you missed last week, blah blah type of emails from Instagram, but it doesn't log you in when you visit the site. Does she have Tinder? Alexander, when you found this laptop, was the storyteller excited, or was it? Did it kind of fall flat? <laughs> <laughs> well, I did have a voice in my head that was kind of annoyed that I didn't see the laptop at first. Okay. Well, I don't think there's anything on here, honestly. And I'm just going to. I'm uh... these hooligans. <laughs> well, I Maybe do have one more one piece of, of evidence. I got, got an idea. Got All one right. of the mappers. Yeah. So, what are the the wireless? I want to open it up. What kind of wireless? Um, networks does she have remembered like in there like in the remember list yeah anything anything public uh your wifi 69 find them cookies get them cookies Probably. so you see um one that's called rodriguez home nice and then one that's called garage and then it's the numbers of the address of dyer's garage well, there's not much that I could find on here. And, oh, wait, hold on. I just want to, like, search. See if there's anything for, like, um, the, like, the start of a date. Like, any kind of, like, files made recently. Uh, <laughs> files made recently? Yeah. Like, documents. Uh, or check the sounds. recent document list. Yeah, so you oh, can. Uh, like, has she like used her computer in the past day? 
You can look through uh, like the Google Docs thing recent, and you can see that uh, you know she is was making some of those fake uh, invoices that you found at the office, but not before you know the thing happened. The timeline doesn't make sense. She hasn't been working on this laptop, you think, <laughs> since that explosion. Um. Well, I guess. I don't see anything about how to track her down on this, but I do think that we could use it to perhaps entrap one of the clients for a frame job. I'm not too confident that we're going to solve this, guys. So I think our best bet might just be to pin it on someone else and act like we solved it. Perhaps. Alexander, you said you had something? Well, I do have one more piece of evidence, and I open the bag and rumble around it and you guys can hear the scrunching of a plastic bag this and I hold up the plastic bag and then Levi just his eyes narrow and he just doesn't say anything and just try to like you know retain his rage inside of his core and well there's this and I reach into the bag and I very delicately being a geneticist pull out the non-bloody end of the tampon and show it to everybody. With and my powers means... and my genetic and my genetic knowledge, I can I can figure out maybe where whoever's blood this is might be because I'm a blood sorcerer. Then do it. Come on. Well, I mean, it's it's not a quick thing. <laughs> then you better get started. <laughs> I mean, this is this is one of those things that I've been working on for the, you know, I've been studying. Well, go on, man. Month or so, Alexander. Well, I'm undead. I literally have all the time there is. I can't work under this kind of pressure. <laughs> How much time do you need? Uh, probably, probably about the time to add a new skill with my XP. <laughs> <laughs> if you do, you have the enough to purchase it. Yeah, I I, I have. Or I have four, because I didn't use it last week. Mm -hmm. So I have four. So I think so. But what I have is to, it I that, have to you, that you want to buy? Uh, I have to, to find it. Just a I can't remember. It's something where if I... I can either use the blood or I taste the blood or something, and I can figure out who it belongs to or where they are or something. Just like I have to look at the, the rule book. Is it a ritual? It's either a ritual or it's one of my... Uh, <laughs> yeah, me too, baby. <laughs> Someone's just mocking Mace. Me, me, me. Me, me, me. Better. Me, me. This fucking book. Hold on. I'm going to be a minute. You guys talk for a minute while I look. Okay. How about that game? Sports. Local sports team. Yeah. They might go all the way this year. To the Super Playoffs. Super Bowl. God, I'm hurrying. You don't have to be this terrible at it. <laughs> <laughs> Something you can say during sex? <laughs> you know, sex. It's a race. It is for me. Uh, is it Blood Walk or Ritual? Is that it? Yeah, I'm... I'm looking for it. Oh, no, it's different. 
Yeah, I just have to. I have to find all the shit in the book. Hold on. Okay, there's there. There's Bloodwalk. Yeah, ritual expands upon the power of a taste for blood, allowing the user to learn more details about the subject studied. Assuming the subject, the, oh, assuming the subject is a vampire. Damn Maybe it! That's not what I need, then. <laughs> Yo, Alexander, you figured it out yet? Apparently, we're incompetent and we can't plan anything together. Well, at least you found a tasty snack. <laughs> but I am a geneticist. I must be able to use that for something. Determine whose it is. <laughs> and find out if he's Irish or not. Suppose if we took the mother and, I don't know, like, you know, somehow... Just shook her in the air. <laughs> well, no, I, we have, we could, like... <laughs> contact her and say you know like we have your mother you know let's you know sam you know how to do this stuff right let's talk i like that yeah all right (sighs) well well what if what if rex has been turned marco text her i think she might not have her periods anymore if she's turned marzo within the past day remember yesterday she was normal but today's a whole new day Grasping at strands here. Hey, at least I'm thinking of ideas. You stole He's a tampon. Got you there. Got you there. <laughs> stole a tampon. For something you thought you could do, and it turns out you can't. That's not my fault. That's the rule book's fault. Sticks <laughs> around in the air. In the Paul, you're line. you're struck with an incredible insight. Boom. Perfect. You uh. <laughs> so you, exciting. You think that. Maybe the loose end in all of this is this this uh, tampon. This other drug dealer buyer that keeps coming up. Maybe he would know more about the street crime and these other things that are going on that you all are struggling with. Well, it is the only other loose thread, and the guy I wanted to pin it on anyway. So, hey, uh, I think we should check out this other drug dealer guy, the bulk bulk buyer. Why? Uh, <laughs> you know, just hit me. <clears throat> He's really the only other, <laughs> only other thing here. Why? <laughs> What's he got to do with anything? What's his motive? I don't buy it. You know, I think you guys are right. Who buys drugs? Um, Paul is gonna check his watch again. What time is it? It's like I don't know, ten forty-five. Damn it. All right. Well, do you have any other ideas? Anyone? <laughs> if it was anyone other than Paul saying this, I would say no. But since it is you, trust your instinct. Do we even know where to locate this fellow? The name and phone number and the name of a business, East L.A. Car Detailing. Uh-oh. Sounds like another right. car deal, another chop shop. It doesn't sound like a drug dealer. I... Yeah, I have, they were, I have extensive evidence. He's a bulk buyer from them. Marzo, do you know anything about this guy? Do I know anything about this guy? Uh, nope, just that he, when Dyer started up his deal, he fell right in line, never had a problem from him, pays on time. Yeah, he's one of our regulars. Nothing big, though. No problems. Good, uh, good buyer. Never had to send me over there to rough anyone up, you know. Sounds like the perfect candidate. 
let's go have a meeting. Uh, so I'm gonna look up East LA car detailing or car detailing. I think I did already, and it doesn't have an address. That's what you yeah, said, right? There's a phone number. <laughs> All right. Everybody uh, got his phone. There you go. Give him a call. <laughs> <laughs> Who's doing that? <laughs> Okay, and uh, you hear a phone pick up, and he's like, Hello! Hi there, I'm looking for a, uh, just like look at Paul to confirm the name. Stanley Hair Detailing? Are you still a card detailing? Is this the correct number? Yep, that's me. What y'all need? Kind of late. Yeah, we have a bit of an emergency looking to have some work done. Can't seem to find the address for your facility, though. Oh, that's because I'm a mobile facility. But what y'all really need? Genius. Well, uh... Who'd you get my number from? Levi's gonna say, Do you think you could meet us uh, for a brief meeting? And he, I'll like to say like the general... I don't know if I know the address, but like location that... Uh, just to give him the impression that I'm talking like about Dyer. Okay, so like uh, down There's those parts? Train. Yeah, the train tracks or whatever was down there. Okay. He's like, yeah, I'll meet you by the freight station. Great, when can we expect you? Look, if uh, this is about the, you know, I hope you're not calling in the money early because we talk about next week. Oh, no, no. We, uh, new opportunities, uh, new opportunities have arrived and we need to discuss them in person. Uh, I gotcha. You'll know us when you see us. Uh, Marzo will be there. You know Marzo. Oh, alright. Yeah. I'll see y'all over there. I'll head there now. Where's the off? Someone tell me where the off button is. He just hands the phone to someone else. It's the red button. Close it. <laughs> Close the phone. Burners are flip phones, aren't they? I said mine was a razor. Just oh. for well, purposes. The flips? There you go. Razor's a flip. I know. <laughs> Trying to be silly. Assholes. <laughs> this is a serious situation, Levi. Silly asshole. I agree. All right, okay. so uh, whoever I just called is coming to the uh, freight yard near Dyer's location right now, on his way. <clears throat> Everyone's just looking at me like, I did this. Let's make a plan <laughs> for next week. <laughs> uh, so I think we should... Well, I don't know. I think we should pin it all on this guy, but um, how best to do how? that? And why did those fraudsters give us shit information then? really trust those types see why not they're neutrals so ugly they gotta play both sides of the field really I don't think they would just give us that for no reason we did what they we they, uh, they asked of us we'll have their olive garden anyways I just don't think we should give up on the uh, Luchifros maybe there's some sort of connection between them and this uh, this car man you can, uh, you can ask him about that hmm I think I've had enough talking. I think I'm going to force it out of him. Should be a short conversation. Yeah, that works. And then once Oh, I found dead... it! I fucking found it! Okay. A taste for blood. By tasting a drop of blood, the unit can discern certain basic traits of the one to whom it belongs. Figure out who it is and potentially, what? Follow a trail where they might be? Get a sense for them? She's dropping blood between her legs. <laughs> Whatever! <laughs> Does it say you can get a sense for where they're at? I mean, certain basic traits of the one to whom it belongs. 
I mean, it would location. tell me. <laughs> like, take the uh, I don't know. If, I think location might be a stretch. <laughs> well, basic traits. I mean, like, so you know, like being a vampire, like, like so, that. blood, blood scent. That is yeah, dead blood. You could see how she was feeling when she pulled this tampon out. For example, her state of mind, <laughs> intensity really? of her emotions. But it wouldn't give me basic. I mean, it wouldn't give me say. It's like, oh, that's def. She's definitely in this room because I remember what her period blood tastes like. Um. Yeah, I would say you could combine it with your uh, sense the unseen. Like if you had used your taste for blood power, and then later it would kind of add a another higher level of sensitivity to your sense the unseen. We could say for things relating to whosoever blood that is. Like, you might get a spidey sense to locate them if you're nearby, maybe. Right. We could do it that way. Sure. But not just like, okay, drip, drip, drip. Suck, suck, suck. Okay, now I know where she's at. <laughs> <laughs> he just sticks it in his nose as he runs around. <laughs> so My nose doesn't do the tasting, though. You could absolutely do that. Do you want want to do that? I guess I might as well. Okay. So it says in the system part, you do a resolve plus blood sorcery difficulty three. Well, so how how do I... I've got to add it to my thing first. You already have it in your powers. What taste for blood? Oh, you're right, I do. I already had it. I don't have to buy it. That's nice. All right. Tell me again. So hit the plus next to blood sorcery and then you want to roll resolve the fuck is it there we go oh and you could spend a willpower point to re-roll uh those two dice if you would like how do i re-roll only the two just roll two yeah you can just roll two all right you know didn't help okay so you uh why don't you describe what you do with it <laughs> <laughs> well Okay, everybody, I'm going to taste this blood and see if I can learn where it might lead. So Alexander looks at the looks at the tampon like a lollipop. He just sticks it in his mouth. Sucks on it for a bit. You can see the string dangling from his lips. Hmm. Hmm. This is a, a little bit offensive to some of the rest of the group who do not think this is a normal, decent thing to do. Fucking idiot. There are earthy tones here. Irony. And, uh, it's blood. A little bit thick. Chunky. So, Alexander, you think um, this sample might be just a little too old for you to easily pick up on it though you're trying your hardest to zero in you, you, you aren't getting really a, a strong sense of it though you can rem- tell with your single success the one thing that you do pick up is that uh, that you think Rex has been drinking vampire blood oh see that's what I said before I I thought I'm just I'm just speaking to myself, you know. I'm answering you, but nobody else has heard you speak. That's what I thought. I thought she might have been turned or big turning. She's she's doing something bad. What? I pull the tampon out of my. I pull the tampon out of my mouth and 
alert everybody. Well, that was interesting. <laughs> I think she's been... <laughs> I think I taste yeah. vampire blood. Rex isn't oh. a vampire, is she? No. I mean, this blood's, mm. you know, what, a day or two old, probably. But so I can't get, I can't really get a full taste of, you know, everything. But well, lick, so. lick, lick my lips. But Luckily I think blood. So you would, uh, you would understand that this would mean that a vampire is feeding her blood uh, in order to kind of uh, tighten their relationship, or. Um, Oh, is she a submissive? Or, like, uh, help her become stronger or something like that. It's called uh, to make someone a ghoul is this process, which all of you would probably be familiar with. And, Marzo, you're a little surprised to hear this because you had no sense of this. Yo, that don't sound like Rex. Yeah, she want to be drinking blood from vampires? You think I would have heard something about that? Can I determine anything about the vampire who gave it to her? No, you can't. Sorry, Marzo, but I'm going to have to defer on Alexander on this. The man ate a tampon. <laughs> yeah, that was fucking gross. What? Are we not talking about that? I don't I mean, see what the big deal I'm is. I'm sorry, I think we got to break. We've all, we've all stuck things in our mouths that we haven't wanted to. This wasn't particularly a difficult decision for me. You know, this is kind of in, in line with my, you know, chosen path. Paul, you kind of felt your hunger pangs intensify as you watched Alexander do this, actually, as much as it may repulse you. Yeah, in general, like, Paul's not judging, but yeah, he's definitely feeling the hunger. So. Yeah, so we just pretending that didn't happen then. That was, uh... Is that really the... a big deal for you? That was fucking disgusting. Like you haven't done it yourself. No, I haven't done it myself. Has anyone it's else here done it themselves? You. If you've done it yourself, let's, raise your hand. Let's take a moment <laughs> to ignore the act and appreciate the result. We know that our Rex friend is uh, getting juiced by someone, perhaps even the person we're going to meet tonight, which means we need to be extra prepared. I think this is... uh. Well, <clears throat> maybe we need more proof to sell it to that sheriff. All right, let's get to that meeting. Okay, so Jamie had to off? Jamie had to go, so I think um, okay, we should stop. But uh, it only took us how many sessions to get to uh, Mace eating a tampon? Four, <laughs> I think. Four sessions. What's he gonna do with the eighth one? <laughs> Ooh, time will <laughs> Direct injection. I mean, you all are acting like you all also aren't vampires. I mean, what the fuck is this judgment? It's a little, you know, it's not straight from the the cow's teat, as they say. <laughs> and I'm here to get results and perform science. <laughs> <laughs> so the guy who just sucked on a used tampon. <laughs> this is hey, the first the time sa- in sixteen hours that I knew you were a scientist. When the si- when the sample it- when the samples are lean, you do what you must. <laughs>